There were a lot of questions, right? I think we got them all. <laughs> I have no idea. I haven't checked that email in so long. No, I mean, like, uh, when we when we closed out, we finished them, didn't we? I believe so. I believe yeah. we finished questions for the most part. I think that's the case. Maybe. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Hey, everybody, this is Andrew's skinny leg <laughs> exposed. Oh, you're already recording? Sorry. Yeah, I hit record. Okay. Hello. Hello. I'm alive. Yeah, Somehow. we're separated by 11 time zones <laughs> or something like that. It is. You can see the. Yeah. You can see the sun leaking in through the curtains behind me, and you can see darkness the, behind Andrew. <laughs> it's the lack of utter sun in a desert. Yeah. The irony. Yeah. We were talking about the weirdness of like how you, me, and Joe were playing uh, Overcooked like a year ago or something, and like yeah. the, how insane it would have been if we if we like like hey by the way when the sequel comes out we'll live in three different countries. <laughs> Because Joe moved to Japan like eight months ago or something long like that, and you're, uh, and you're now in the ago, UAE. Actually. Yeah, it's, it was. It's been a year. Things changed fast. They yeah it it went it spread like wildfire. First it was Joe, then Kel, then mm -hmm. uh, me. Everyone so, yeah, scattered to the winds. Disease. I've gone through some major life changes too. I have a bookshelf, and that wasn't there before, so that's new. <laughs> Making progress. You're, you're committing to furniture, which is a a good step. I hated it. I specifically didn't want to commit to furniture for so long because I because I'm always thinking about moving, and now I'm thinking about moving more than ever before. But also, I have additional furniture. It's not. I mean, a shitty constructible bookshelf is cheaper than uh, dealing with the mental strain of not having a bookshelf well, for your books for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Also, like I, I'm trying to think of the, uh, like the moving process. You have a what ten by ten room? Like, there's no way you can't just get a U-Haul that's like medium size and fit your shit in it. I've actually considered because I've been thinking about this stuff a lot because I'm dealing with like the emotional strain of the idea <laughs> of moving for the first time uh, and all that <laughs> shit. Uh, in like out of state? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's okay. my. I've already moved twice, but yeah, I was gonna I, say you've yeah. moved before. This isn't your. <laughs> yeah, but you know, my first two houses were like a couple miles apart from each other, mm -hmm. like living with family, and then I moved, when I moved here, I moved like an hour away. So it's like, wow, what a life change! I have to commute to some people now. Uh, I mean, but then everyone scattered the wind, so I've actually run out of people almost, except for family. <laughs> uh, Which, now, uh, now I'm talking about moving to like maybe. Like the Northwest, and I can go to where all those young adult novels are based in. <laughs> Hooray. Why are they all based in Northwest? <laughs> I don't. I actually don't know. Oh, because there's trees. What? There's always there's always scenes in those novels where it's like takes place in some kind of foresty area. Okay. And that just doesn't happen in California. <laughs> like, if you go to the Bay well, Area, it's just, like, well, fucking nothing. Is it, what, did Stephen King, like, like occupy all deeds for, like, like fictional deeds for Maine? So they couldn't make them there, so they have to go with, like, Washington and, and Oregon? Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> at some point you don't want to put your, your, like, teen romance novel in the same town it took place in. Like, it just doesn't or do sound you? as appealing. <laughs> oh jesus that's the worst sound <laughs> uh, 
Rest uh, in peace, my friend. You're not recording locally, right? So that's the that's what they're gonna hear. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're gonna hear. It'll at least be a normalized volume. Yeah, so he's on a headset. We're this is very cobbled together. We were testing out options for recording let's plays and they've kind of fallen through, so we're gonna we're just gonna do a little podcast because you guys, some of you wonder whether Andrew's alive and are too lazy to open Discord. Mainly. <laughs> I mean, it's either Discord or Twitter or Instagram or that's it. That's all you get. Yeah. I don't have anything else. It is cold as shit in this house. I went from a house that had no working AC at all uh, and living in a perpetual state of like 80 degrees, maybe 90 if I was in my office, to living in a place that is can never be hotter. This this room i'm in can never be hotter than 70 degrees and you moved to a hotter place didn't you yes <laughs> and it's consistently colder yeah you have well, no, the the room is cold the outside is like right now i think the temperature is is a nightmare what it's no it's well nightmare for you um <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think it's uh i want to say it's like 98 degrees out- hold on yeah it's about like 98 degrees outside you just reach your hand outside to guess the temperature? Is that what you just yeah, did? Yeah, I've, I've gotten a feel for it by this point because there's like varying degrees of insanity. So like I could put my hand outside and if I feel like if, if I can feel the temperature difference, it's above 100 degrees. Like it's noticeably you can like you can put your hand outside and go, ow, and then put your hand back in and like that feels good. Jesus Christ. No, nope, I want to move to coastal northern areas <laughs> it's a nice temperature for me just it stays nice I've, and static but also colder and, and every person the only problem is that this I whole side of the, of the country is on fire <laughs> and we'll and we'll stay that way apparently yeah every person i've talked to so far like i talked to the cab driver that drove me from Naya's house here and uh he was like you know where they always ask like where are you from and i was like oh I'm from california he's like oh it's uh He's like, oh, is it a lot different? And I was like, well, not really. It's not too different. Like, it feels the city's basically L.A. just with a lot more sand. And uh, and I was like, and you know, the weather's nicer. And he's like, he just like as he's driving, just turns around, like it's nicer. And I was like, yeah, it's nicer. It's a lot hotter here. And he's like, nobody likes the heat. I, like, I don't think that's. How, I don't think you should be saying that, sir. You live in a desert. Like you need that's, to. That's that's normal. I mean, there's a lot of people that live in places where they just have to deal with the temperature, and that's not why what they like about the place. But they well, they've either stuck around because a- they lived there, or because they like other things about being there, or something. I mean, there's a whole population of people that live in North Dakota on purpose, and it's like it's just I think a that's frozen like wasteland. A financial issue. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But everyone, the only thing I don't like is that everyone in this country apparently doesn't love the heat as much as I do. So if you walk into any building, um, be it a house, be it a mall or a restaurant, there it just the temperature difference goes from like, oh, it's like 100 degrees outside to, oh, it's suddenly 65 degrees in here. <laughs> I can, your body I, I can just feel like, my body losing temperature through all its surface area. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, that's a real thing. Li- you have like a surface area issue on that on that on that topic where like you're very tall, but you're very skinny. And so yeah. like you have a lot of skin to mass ratio which means you're losing temperature <laughs> constantly which is why you want to be in the heat. 
It's like the yes. reverse. It's the reverse dinosaur problem. Like dinosaurs <laughs> were cold. Like dinosaurs were cold blooded, but they didn't have to deal with any of the effects of being cold blooded because they were so big that they just had internal body temperature to the point where they had a maximum size limit where they couldn't get much bigger because they would start to boil <laughs> because they would be so hot and there would be so much mass compared to skin that they would just cook themselves and that's why they couldn't be significantly larger. Uh, you've got the You've got that that body type that you learned from Plague of Gripes by watching one of his videos. <laughs> and so you have a lot of skin versus mass, so you lose temperature constantly. It's the same reason yeah. why uh it's why wings evolved and fins and stuff like that. Like when it when, cool off. Yeah. Because it be, takes the heat, right? Right. The heat goes and then goes through it. Yeah. Because before wings were actually useful as flying objects, they were just like these fins and webbing that increased skin. Uh, so that you had more surface area so you could cool off. That's why there's weird yeah. dinosaurs that just have like a, a fin on their back. And that that doesn't seem to it's, serve any mechanical purpose. It's like uh, what uh, raptors were like that too, right? Their arms were basically wings, but they couldn't fly. They just had weird wings on their arms, which is kind of like a... Or, I don't know. I there's that one wings, XKCD but... comic that talks about raptors like using their wings to like hover over their prey as they tear them to shreds. So maybe they, <laughs> so maybe they could lift off a little bit. <laughs> I don't. Th I can't imagine. Like they were attached to their. They, they would have had to have been like heavy ass bats. Like they'd have to be. Like there's no way. It's. it's well, you got to remember cause... that Jurassic Park lied to us about raptors. Well, yeah, but I don't think raptors were... Because raptors were not those big things. Those were something no, else. But I, don't, I don't think they were lighter. I, I mean, I think they were still heavy creatures. <laughs> I, I think oh, they yeah, were I heavier than a pigeon. <laughs> I, f I found the comic. <laughs> like, Admittedly, this comic's old now. It's from the year we started recording. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, what are you reading about? Dinosaurs? Oh, yeah. They've gotten all weird since I was a kid. They used to be awesome, but now they all have dorky feathers, right? This says that now they think raptors used to use their wings for stability, flapping to stay on top of their prey while hanging on with their hooked claws and eating it alive. <laughs> this is crazy. And then the adult sits down to read the books with the kid. <laughs> That's an XKCD comic. So maybe, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I All I can say is that there's, there's a... It, it's funny because everyone, people who aren't skeletons like I am, um, <laughs> a lot of them, uh, I've noticed a lot of them actually start to suffer from, uh, I don't even know what it's called. It's like, uh, it's like heat to cold sickness where they go from somewhere so hot and then they go into a place that's really cold and it causes their body to go into like a, a miniature shock real quick. So like <laughs> they, they have this moment like where they, they came like, up for air too fast in the ocean. <laughs> Yeah, like their body isn't isn't ready to adjust from hot to cold that quickly, so it causes their body to like react badly, or it actually can make them physically ill. And I I don't get that. Like I don't have that problem. I walk into a building and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It's colder in here. And but everyone keeps telling me like this is a thing. I've had it happen. I'm like, what the fuck do you people do? Like, I do you? Like, maybe you'll maybe you'll you... maybe you'll see it when you're. Uh... When you get to your first summer, like during the core of it, because now it's like at the end, right? Well, yeah, Maybe. but when I was when I got here, it was still core of this. Like I would walk outside and it's like, be careful, it's 115 out. And I was like, OK, <laughs> but I mean, you would see people doing construction, too. That baffled me. I would see people out there like working 
on a building at 115 degree weather. But then if you turn, if you turn, there's like a law. Obviously, the country has a law in place where it's like if it's over a certain amount of degrees, you can't do construction. That's like inhumane. So the weather company lies. Like if you listen to the radio, the weather just says like it's 90 degrees outside. I'm like, wait, the they fuck just lie about the temperature. Yeah, so order- the construction people have to work. Oh my god, that's actually like really <laughs> fucked up. I was like, because yeah, because I was listening, I was watching the, I was watching TV, and I was watching the weather station. It's like, well, the weather today is ninety, and I looked outside. I was like, is it's ninety? That's pretty low. And I went out, I went out to have a cigarette, and I was like, it's not fucking ninety. It's definitely above a hundred. You cannot. I know what ninety feels like. So, I was like, you the, are so the UAE does uh, Fahrenheit, or are you translating? No, they do Celsius. Um, I'm translating. Obviously, they say I believe it's fuck. Uh, what? 23, 23 Celsius is 70. I think so. I I think it's like th- what? I want to say it's 42 is like 100 and something. So I think it's like 38 is 30. No, I think 32 is 90. That might be 80. It's really hard. I can't do math in my head like that. I know it's uh fahrenheit i want to say it's like fahrenheit minus 32 times five i think it is i don't know what the equation is it's it's a pain it's a real pain it's one of those things that you learn just long enough to get through a class and then you forget it all over again if you just go on google and just type in f to c does it (laughs) real easily (laughs) like like, I think, what, so 90, 32, yeah, so 90 is 32 degrees Celsius, and then 115 is 46, so it's usually, like, it's usually about uh, between 38 and 42 degrees here every day, um, which is about uh, between 100 and 105 degrees, Um so it's not it's never too bad. Like I there's a there's a mall right across the street from my apartment and I just walk to it to go get groceries. So it's fine. It's like a 5 minute walk. Um and I there's other people. Like you'll see random people outside walking during those blistering hot days and you kind of question their humanity <laughs> a little bit cuz some like people some of them are wearing like jeans and it just I I've been jealous of that concept. Like, I've never lived in that scenario, really. Like, I... What? Like, uh... Well, we... Like, we grew up in an area, like... Well, especially since you know where I lived in that neighborhood, it was like, there's nothing there. It's just houses for miles and miles. And you've seen where I live now, where it's like... It's just just houses (laughs) on, like, the fringe of, of, like, society. Uh, So, I, uh... I encounter stuff like uh, I hear about like what Wander's been in at Bird's Place for PAX West and talk about just like walking to places in Seattle. Yeah. And I'm like, excuse me. And then I'm playing like Yakuza, which has fictional Japanese settings, but still it, it correlates with what you said and what Joe says about being in Japan, where it's like you just oh, yeah. kind of walk everywhere and stuff's everywhere and, and you, you just, just get go. places. Yeah. Like fucking Kiryu, I'm just running around as him. Like every 10 feet, there's another nice restaurant. I'm like, all right, that's nice cool now and then you walk to somebody's apartment that's like next door to that i'm like fuck that seems actually really good compared to 
what I've seen. I think I think Japan is probably the pinnacle of that mentality. Like Japan is the only country in the world where they figured out how to make everything within walking distance and make yeah. it livable. Um, here, not so much. Uh, this place, they they like kind of wanted it to be Europe where you could walk around places, and then somebody showed up and was like, "What if we made it like America?" And then they just put everything as far away from everything as possible so where i am within walking distance there is a mall and that's it everything else is it's that's sh- that's that's an improvement over everything i've ever seen that's <laughs> at it, least it, slightly everything's uh, so fucking it, spread out all of the time yeah, but- like, like I'm used to like driving like one or three one to three hours to even just meet up with somebody that I know or like yeah if I find out about a business I'm like okay I need to get to that place all right let's look up how to get that on like Google Maps and it's like oh cool it's, it's in Sacramento that'll be easier right it'll be about eighty minute drive <laughs> like I'm like say- fucking Sacramento uh, why is this it's because they made the whole town it's like it's like the whole biggest little city motto they have where Sacramento yeah. itself is just fucking horizontal. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like it goes like this the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like all the towns we grew up in, but forever. Like it just yeah. keeps going without any increased urbanization at all. So it's just an infinite flat sprawl of driving for hours to get anywhere in one town. And there's always and the worst part is the only way to get Usually to get to one side or the other is crossing through 80 to some degree. And yeah. There's always an accident. Like the that, only, the only that, upside is everything has a parking lot as, a, as yeah. opposed to like finding a weird structure. You have to pay a strange man to take your keys in and stuff like that. Yeah, that's how it is here. You, it's very rare that you'll find a decent parking spot. Uh, you have to pretty much pay to park anywhere here. And it's not... It's not cheap in terms of if I if I was making like an an income here like for American like converting American dollars to dirhams is pathetically amazing because one one dirham is equal to twenty seven cents in U.S. dollars. So, so it's like one I, to four. Yeah. So I came over like so I came over here. Uh, I came to this country with uh, with only three thousand dollars. And to them, that was the like the equivalent of basically enough money to buy uh, like an apartment. And it's like, yeah, you could just pay your entire year's worth of rent right now. And it's like uh, before getting oh. the job, even. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's really good exchange rate. <laughs> but um, so, how many explosions have there been so far, judging by you know our warnings we received on your farewell Literally night fucking zero <laughs> like this this place this place is so amazingly american that it's almost insulting that america doesn't praise it more like, <laughs> like it's the everything like like look at this shit i have <laughs> i have a harboro gummy bears like this it, this place is like a capitalism paradise i have no idea why any why america would not love dubai they it's just i mean hey look i'm an adult (laughs) meanwhile keith is in america with japanese food (laughs) (laughs) my pantry is just filled with random garbage i went i I, uh i hadn't gone to the kp place for like a while so it was like (laughs) 
Like I, the, yeah, well, now, now so, you're a frequent flyer. Well, no, so I, I went full tourism mode where I just grabbed random things just off the shelves. Like, because you could, because you can get like single serving sizes of virtually everything for like a dollar thirty. Yeah. So I just like grabbed this package, grabbed this package. It was just random objects filling an entire bag. And that's, that's just, in my, like that's just in my pantry. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll just try this one. It's a uh, Korean rice cakes that have a crying girl on the cover. What? Okay. Why not? We'll see how that turns out. That's how I just, uh, that's how I discovered, uh, like the carbonated apple flavored milk, which is actually good. What is I, that? Is it actually milk? <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, I think it's made of uh, skim milk, like the powdered milk. And then they mix what, that in juice? with no, it's uh, it's apple flavor. I think it, like... I think it even says contains no juice on the label. <laughs> so it's but just... it, it is distinctly apple flavored. I can I can I can see it. So uh, that's that sounds weird though. Like I'm drinking milk, weird. but then it's like, wait, this is apple, like. <laughs> It's both. It it both is and isn't recognizable as apple and milk. <laughs> like <laughs> they're both true and not true at the same time. It's a it's a weird experience, but it's actually like the outcome is a flavor that's way more compatible and familiar than expected. It's not a weird you, out there surprise. I drank it. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Would you put it in cereal? Uh. It'd have to be some pretty plain cereal, otherwise you just have like con- otherwise you just have like conflicting flavors. Put it in some apple jacks. Jesus. Uh, the serving sizes are too small. They come oh, in like they come, they, in the, they come in like in Red Bull little... cans. Yeah. Or like yeah. I guess coffee cans, right? It's like that size yeah. too. Yeah. So it's uh, the serving yeah. size is pretty small to try to mix things into it, but that's just have that's cereal. a YouTube video. That's a Pro ZD video. Let's mix in the Apple Jacks with the Apple Korean uh, milk stuff. The weird part is just the inefficiency of the system of that coming from Korea, so I can buy it for like a dollar a can. And I'm like, is that is that is that worth it financially? Why why are we doing this? I have no idea. Um, I, you got to think about what percentage of that was paid is like what percentage of the thing itself is just the additional cost of the shipping. Like I bought yeah. a board game from Russia and it was a $20 board game that I paid $60 for. <laughs> oh yeah. For the shipping. <laughs> Cause yeah. you have to ship it from Russia. I ordered a, yeah. cause I ordered the path, path, the pathologic tabletop game and a, and a shirt and you can only oh. order it directly from Russia. <laughs> they have oh. an English version of the game, which they also only make in Russia, and you order it from them. They don't have. God damn it! It's not produced at a satellite location in like England or America or anything. It's still also in Russia, and you still have to pay like three times the cost of the product to get it. <laughs> but at the same time, the was... pro- the product's surprisingly cheap at twenty dollars. So eh. That's yeah. That's pretty good. That's cheaper I mean, than usual for a, bo- a board game. Yeah, for its base price, that's pretty good. But I guess the yeah shipping makes up for it. The, yeah. The, uh, yeah, I it's in terms of food, like I the only like the food I buy here is just American food. <laughs> like there's not there, there's no there's no like It's like you never uh, had to leave. Yeah, it's like it's so weird cuz I go to the store and I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to see what, you know, like cultural foods you've got." And it's like, "Do you want this like uh do you want hummus?" And I'm like, "I don't No, I don't want hummus." And it's like, "Do you want like bread thing is like this weird flat bread that's made for 
making whatever those like falafel and not falafels, whatever those things are called, shawarmas, like shawarma bread. I was like, I don't know what. No, I don't I want st- shawarma bread. I still haven't learned. I still haven't learned what shawarma is. Shawarma I've had is, like a decade like, to learn about it since Avengers made it a, a joke. Was, and I still have like literally f- not uh, encountered it. That was the first fucking thing that I got. I was fed here when I showed up. Like, I arrived off the airplane, got picked up by Naya, brought back to her house, and she's like, let's order a fucking shawarma. And I'm like, I don't want shawarma. What the fuck? (laughs) Why why would I want shawarma? I just got here. Also, gross. I don't want to eat shawarma. It's terrible. I hate yogurt and meat mixed together because it's not human. So all that confusing stuff where it's like things like yogurt mixed in with other things. And that's like a whole other thing to like try to even learn what to to, to think about that. It is not good. I'm currently Um, unprepared. Listen, I just moved on to pineapple and stuff like I need time. That was was a discovery. (laughs) I was at like a smash land thing and I was just like, they, they just have pineapple pizza here. I guess I'll try it. Oh, it's actually been good this whole time. I've made a mistake. And then I started ordering pineapple yeah. and other things. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, well, guess what? They got you beat here because if America thinks pineapple on pizza is an atrocity, they put some shit on pizza that is a fucking <laughs> nightmare. I literally, I ordered, I made a mistake of ordering a pizza, and it was literally just chunks of chicken, onion, and I think it was like gouda cheese. And it was the worst combination of flavors. And those were like the only ingredients? That's it. There's no pizza sauce. So it's just fucking melted gouda and onions. It just seems dry to swallow down. Yeah, I was just like, why? What did I do? I just wanted pizza. And if you try to... I almost get it because I I, I do get like uh, chicken and onion or chicken and garlic like pizzas. No, no, I mean like. But, but I'm, wet, I would expect like wet white onions. I would expect like white sauce or something, like I, just to make it a no, pizza. It's Italian. So it's like Great. it's an Italian pizza, not an American pizza. If you want American pe- pizza, you got to go to Pizza Hut or Papa John's to have it improved. That, <laughs> <laughs> that people will be happy about that comment. <laughs> it, it, I love seeing the American. Uh, restaurants or American like fast food stuff here because it just it's it looks all like crap this doesn't look good at all to eat and it just but they they it just seems so proud like it's funny because people are eating it in droves because it's like oh it's a you know it's a luxury it's like American fast food you can't find this you know it's like it's not a common commodity I'm like who would eat Papa John's? It's shitty pizza. Why would you do that? And it's like, yeah, but it's American pizza. It's the worst American pizza. There's like way better American pizzas. It's like, yeah, but what else are you going to get? Pizza Hut? That also the worst American pizza. Can you think of another one? Just or like they have uh like they have like buffalo wild wings here. And I was like, what? <laughs> what is that? Like this wait, is it actually can you even like it's so weird to try to find like what foods you can and can't find here or can't eat like uh like you can't buy pre-sliced pork um like if you know for a sandwich like ham if you want to get ham for a sandwich it's not ham it's turkey but they call it ham 
It's not okay. You shouldn't do that. That's a fucking. I think deceit. they do that here. No, no. I think that's, that's. I think Subway does that. No, but, look. At, Subway does do that. Yeah, Subway but, pretends I, I, that meats are other meats and just lies yes, to you, which but, is a weird but I'm concept. Saying, this is literally. I'm at the. I'm like. I'm at the place. Like at the the butcher market part, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I want sliced ham. And the guy comes, is like, okay, I got it, and he gives me sliced ham. I go home, I put it in a sandwich, I eat it. I'm like, this motherfucker gave me turkey. This is not <laughs> ham. I specifically said ham. They're not like, really comparable either. No, they're not. Hold on. Uh, I have. Yeah, you I have like the, have it. you have like a proper like vlogger setup, by the way, with like a color. You have a colored couch and a painting on the wall behind you. <laughs> like you're you're all set to be an, an internet vlogger now. I'm going to be the uh, Dubai Jake Paul. <laughs> I do not have I, I do not have a single scenic angle in this room. Like there's no version of this room that looks that's a good backdrop. Oh, this is not the right one. Shit, this is the Are you trying to find the, the photo this, of it? No, I had like I was trying to see I have the this is the store-bought stuff, but this oh, is you the Oh, you grabbed the actual meat. Yeah. This is the the different one. I went and bought turkey. Because I was, I would, because I didn't know it was turkey when I first bought the ham, and I was fucking convinced it was turkey. So I went to the store and bought turkey to so I could compare and make sure that it was turkey. And I bought. It. I was like, this, it's the same color, it's the same fucking meat. Like you cross compared the ham and turkey to find that they're <laughs> yeah. both just turkey. Yeah, and then, and then I asked Naya about well, it. And she's like, yeah, that's normal. I was like, D- no, that's, <laughs> everyone just that's everyone just accepts this lie collectively. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. And then so I went to the store to like get like actual fucking ham. So I had to go there and specify, I want pork. And so the guy was like, okay, pork. And I was like, yes. And I had to get told that it's not uh, halal because pork is not good for Muslims. I guess it's like there's something about pork is unclean. They can't eat it. So I had to be, be like... And, you know, like, reminded, uh, it, reminder, you can't eat pork if you're Muslim. And I was like, okay, I'm not. It's Just, like living in a country where they specifically remind you whether something's kosher or not over and over again. Yeah. So you have to always like, acknowledge that you know that. Yeah, that's basically You're, you're probably it familiar with this. It's like being a smoker. <laughs> but for pork. Smoked, but, uh, <laughs> smoked pork. But, and then, so I get the pork and... It's like the worst quality I've ever had in my life. <laughs> cuz they don't they cuz they don't fucking raise it here. They import the pork from outside because they don't the Muslim country, they don't raise the damn animal they won't eat. So why would they waste land? So it's like imported shitty like old pork and it <laughs> You don't like a, you don't like aged pork. <laughs> Not a fan. I I just wanted ham. I just wanted a ham sandwich, and I just can't have it here. I have to like make the concession that, I, that that's the sacrifice I left back in America. Just yeah, ham but you got your other gone. two big wishes, which is higher temperatures and affordable rent. That's like the two Very, things you wanted. Well, uh, it's affordable. It, it's affordable rent. Uh, if I am paying it in American dollars, it's not very affordable if I live here. Because, man, they really like to spitball you in terms of jobs. They're like, "Hey, we'll pay you three hundred dollars a month to live." And I was like, "I 
don't even think that's how much it costs to go to the store for groceries every month. Like, what? But it's uh, like you never left home. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of go people to, are go like to college that, but... for five years and get a degree so that you can work from your parents' house because you can't afford to move out the California so way. I, I, I've come up with like a devious. I don't. I, I'm assuming it's legal. No one said it's not, so I'm just gonna go with it. But my plan is to do. I'm gonna get like a regular shitty job for a visa, like just some whatever mindless drone job. You could have gotten a visa job. job here, huh? You could have gotten a visa job here. Well, I could have. Well, it's a it's no. a bad it's a bad debit card joke. Oh, because because visa. Uh, yeah. That's the joke. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Wait, you get to the visa I, joke and you use <laughs> That's a whole quest about getting a visa and it's great. It's like the best fucking quest in the game. <laughs> There's, but I figure I'm just going to get a shitty job to get a visa and then I'm just going to do freelance work in America and make American dollars oh, and geez. put it and, and just transfer it over and just like make a bunch of money. That's your life hack strategy. Yeah, it's a good is that strategy. Is that I even just, legal? I don't, how does this work? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. <laughs> I mean, can you I, be a YouTuber in the UAE, I guess is the question, because that's the same concept as you make well, get paid for outside jobs by their money. Well, that's the thing, is you can be a YouTuber here in the UAE, but I think you have to be paid in Durham's? Like I you, like you legally have to be paid in the currency in which you work in, but because I'm an American citizen, I can technically work in the U.S. and it's legal because I'm paying taxes on that money, so the U.S. won't come after me. But if I'm just constantly importing money into a different country, I don't know how that <laughs> like how that works because I'm basically funneling money from the U.S. into the UAE. But it would be really handy to survive because, like, I could make, I can make close to what? I think I like I did the math. I can make close to like fifty thousand dirham a month if I do that. If I do freelance work in America, so I can make literally what? I can make literally triple Naya's salary. Is this, is this an, in a month? Do we know if this is an incriminating podcast or not? <laughs> I mean, it's it like for all the counts I've said, it's not, I'm not doing it maliciously. I'm not sitting here like, hey, all the American money will be mine. It's just like, I don't know if it's legal. No one said it's not. I checked the embassy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess did. you I could ask the... Nea. She'd have a better idea of what, what's legal. She had no idea. She was like, I oh, don't great. know. That's she's like, I, I guess you could as long as you pay taxes on it. And I was like, well, OK, I could do that. <laughs> That's easy. I just. Fill out a W two W nine and send it all my way, which, yeah, I also don't know how that works because I have to pay property taxes and, uh, if I work work like working taxes, I don't know how you do that from here to America. I also don't know how to vote. Like apparently, I'm allowed to vote here, but I don't know how to vote. <laughs> That's a surprise. I can't huh. vote in state elections. I can only vote in uh, federal elections. So I can only vote for president, basically. Okay. Are you going to vote? Yeah, it seems good. <laughs> huh? You going to vote? I mean, I have to go I have to go to the U.S. embassy in Abu Dhabi 
and I think I can vote there during voting day, but I don't know how that works because I have to correlate. Do they have to process with... everyone in person in one well, day? I mean, well, I, I, I in the one idea location. Is that it's, well, it's just voting day. You know, you, yeah. it's like in America where you have voting day. It's yeah. the same thing. So if they just set up voting booths, in I guess that, I guess I just kind of wonder how many Americans there are because that's like that could be a large volume of people to process in one building in one day. Well, it's going to be less than a city. Like, is there's going to be less, you know, because it's like the size of this. Like, Dubai is probably the size. Is okay. That was almost an overestimate. Dubai is the size of half of LA. So, and Abu Dhabi is about that size too. So combined, it's just LA, and they process mm-hmm. LA in a day. That's fine. Um, this audio setup's terrible, by the way. <laughs> Is it? Is it it's been bad? so many nonstop weird buzzes and ticks and clicks. And like, I'm sorry. Heads, headsets never sound good. I've been learning that from uh, in our WoW series. Marty has like an AT2020 or something like that, and like Nick uses a headset, and it's super clear that he's using a headset. Like oh. they just have like a whole different level of quality of like what comes out of yeah. that and everything. Like this so, is what I was talking about. Oh uh, yeah, what the this fuck is, the is that? Yeah, this is the thing, Joe. Are those microphones up there? Yeah, is that the... those are the microphones. <laughs> so that's what so, we're going to try to record Let's Plays with, but he's out of batteries. If I was a smarter man, uh, or I guess if I had known I was going to do this, I would have just brought my microphone because it does have the phantom power. Oh, yeah. So I can plug well, in the You left them all here in this it. Amazon Fresh box next to me. <laughs> Gotta put it in the Amazon Fresh Box. Yeah. The, uh, so you're, I, I currently have Andrew's whole uh, microphone mixer and excess microphones, and also my other microphone I bought for our recordings. Because yeah, so you have had to go somewhere. Now. Your sister's not going to do anything with them. No. Have you checked in on Shadow? But, yeah, is he so alive? I, I mean, this this is what Joe used to do uh, Foley uh, recordings, so it works for talking. I feel like the audience yeah. is waiting with bated breath about the fate of Shadow. What? I, I, I said that I think the audience is waiting with bated breath for the current fate of Shadow. Hold on. Something is... No. Are we losing it? Something is like... It's like slowly dying somehow. <laughs> I don't know if it's my internet or if... Oh, you roboted for a second. Oh, you're going Connection quiet. lost. Oh, it says connection lost on the TeamSpeak. Oh, is that me? Is this on my end? I just tried to open Facebook and it says no internet. <laughs> but connected. Hello. What happened? I think my internet turned off. Okay. I tried I to open say, other I... websites and they were gone. <laughs> okay. Like I was gonna entire... say I don't. I don't think it was me. <laughs> That was just a weird moment, I guess. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So what's up with the, Shadow? Um, so far he's been going with uh he's been going with my sister to works at a daycare. Uh so he's been going with her and just harassing children all day. Um <laughs> Hopefully none and- of them are allergic to dogs, I guess. Uh, no, they all seem to actually really love his company. And there's, he's, there's been zero fatalities. Yeah. Uh, also, it works because it's kind of a, um, uh, it's like a, a large hydron collider type deal where 
the the dog is expending so much energy and the kids are expending so much energy that they eventually like come to a head and they both just pass out (laughs) it like it helps both of them just like go to sleep faster seems to have worked out better than expected yeah uh, um what is it is it a daycare place or is she like is she babysitting people at their houses no no it's a it's an actual daycare place hmm so it's just yeah just like a giant group of kids come over to someone's house basically and get babysit or babysat but yeah i mean so she works at a babysitter and it's at somebody's place but it's not the kid's place or her place yes it's a proxy a child deposit (laughs) it's technically what my neighbors are uh my neighbors that were behind me um they're they run a daycare and that's like uh i i learned that i learned that the hard way which was i put uh i was trimming the bushes back there and so i just put a ladder and i climbed the ladder up behind and there's just a handful of kids in the back in the, oh, like, in the backyard after all that time that's the first time you found out about that yeah so oh uh, like, you just, swear so loudly in your backyard <laughs> Yeah, so I just climbed the like, ladder. On a regular like a basis, I'm aware of the conversations we're having very loudly in your backyard. And I'm like, I bet there's like kids and old people around here that are hearing this. And it turns well, there's out there's a, there's a daycare yeah. center learning new words right behind your hedges. It was weird to like stand on the ladder, look over and go, oh, that's a lot of kids. I don't think that's their kids. I think this is a daycare. Oh, like, boy. And I was like, well, I'm going to chop this tree now so you can watch kids. And you're just like chopping a tree. You, you, as you diagonally cut off one corner and then gave up. Like, oh, this was a yeah. mistake. This tree's I mean, hollow. <laughs> and you found out the hedge was hollow and the, there was no body to it to be trimmed down to. So if you cut any of it off, you just saw skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dead. It's like a, uh, a dead tree pretending to be alive. It's like, yeah. So with, with Naya and everything, I, I take it you approve of the whole long-distance relationship, eventual meetup scenario where you find someone online and then you actually reach out and everything. Because like you did the whole French trip and now this and everything. And like I, I, I've been thinking about long-distance relationships and stuff. And like also like we have like the Discord and all the people that meet up with each other. And clearly yeah. some of those people get like attached to each other and they talk to each other on a regular basis and stuff like that. I just think about like how... I think it is important at some point to actually connect and find each other like in person and stuff like that. Like find people or, oh, do you mean just like actually meet people from yeah. online? I got like a new yeah. respect a little bit for, uh, what was it? Uh, like Marty has been in a guild for like a decade in WoW. And yeah. like they make the trip to BlizzCon like every year. And like that's like a big deal for him because it's all it's the chance for all those people he knows to all meet up in person every year, which made way more sense to me because I'm like I, at the time I'm like BlizzCon. What, who gives a fuck? Like, wow, we're yeah. going to make a new expansion for WoW where you can do the same grinding and slightly different scenery. Maybe there'll be new slightly different cards for Hearthstone. How exciting. That's worth a fucking like three day trip or whatever the fuck it is. But it's like, oh, it's a chance for a bunch of people that have known each other in the Blizzard ecosystem forever to all like meet up and go to restaurants and shit like that. It's like an excuse. Yeah. I mean, I think Which, that's what cons are supposed to be. I learned, to some that, I learned that lesson too late. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I learned that wow. lesson too late because this I've spent the entire week just being mad at past me. It's not an entirely fair mad at past me because past me made less money than I do right now. 
because I the, the what like because like the Patreon boost and everything made some of the stuff more reasonable, but too late. Because uh, yeah. uh, PAX West happened, and I'm like, you know, a flight to to Seattle if you book it in advance is like a hundred dollars. It's not that big yeah, of a it's deal. Like nothing, and, and it's not uh, even a long flight. It's yeah. like what I I think it's like a three hour flight. Yeah, it's it's not a big deal. Uh, PAX tickets are kind of expensive, and you have to buy them at launch and everything at launch. Uh, yeah. And I've, I've just been sitting here like fuck i've made a mistake because <laughs> i've just I've, I've had to deal with like a solid week of just knowing that like two of my friends are just at a place together just all week and i'm like well i did this to myself past me you did this to me <laughs> why didn't you just pull yeah. the trigger on this instead you just could just sit here and not be there good choice <laughs> well i mean for one packs comes and goes it's not yeah. like it's a one-time only you it's just like blizzcon you're going to be able to go anytime but secondly by not going you technically save enough money to go move up there <laughs> so you know <laughs> like then next, part of then the idea. next time next year when pax happens you could walk to it <laughs> <laughs> oh i doubt it oh boy why no you, i mean I, I will say the only thing that's Seattle's weird still pretty is, expensive. We're probably gonna if we move up there, it'll probably be like an hour or two away. Just because really, yeah, Seattle's brutal. I didn't realize it was that big. It's where Amazon oh. is. Well, it's where Microsoft is too. Yeah, it's that's that's more <laughs> that adds to it. <laughs> Well, okay. I mean, San Francisco has what? Like Google, fucking Apple, Facebook, Twitter. Like it has everything. So I, I mean, I, we're not doing a dick tiny. measuring contest with fucking San Francisco, you, the place where the can't. people who actually work there can't live there. <laughs> it's also too tiny for any of them to live on, and it will sink eventually. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're gonna take all the biggest companies. We're gonna coalesce them into this tiny island type area where there's no physical space. We're just gonna build a, on a grid and ignore the topography of the land and add crazy commutes. And we're gonna charge people millions of dollars to live there for their hundred for their tens of thousands of dollar jobs. And then <laughs> when an earthquake hits and give us the opportunity to rebuild in a better way, we're gonna fucking stick to our guns and rebuild again on the grid system. On a regular <laughs> basis, I genuinely am like, I don't get it. I don't understand. What, San Francisco as a concept? Yeah. Like <laughs> when I hear about who when I hear about who works there, I keep finding out about more all the time and I'm like, but why? Why? Like uh what is it? Uh with the rooster teeth, like the funhouse people I think are the ones or is it or is it Steven Septic? One of those groups or or both of them like they they they're in San, San Francisco and I'm like, "Yeah. Why? <laughs> why are yeah, you in a... San Francisco? You could you could move uh, 1 mile down the road, I mean 1 hour down the road just outside of that area and do the same job cuz they're just in like an office building." I'm like, "I don't know yeah. why you live there." Or like Giant Bomb. Giant Bomb is full of people that work in San Francisco at their office and a lot of them don't live in San Francisco. They have to drive into no. San Francisco to work there. And yeah. I'm like, why are you, why do you well, work in San Francisco? I don't get it. That's that's the thing is like all the outliner cities of San Francisco like Emeryville, Oakland, Berkeley, all of those places are just filled with people who work in San Francisco. Like <laughs> no one works in those cities they live in. They all work in San Francisco because you can't live in San Francisco. Yeah. And it baffles me it always baffles me because i see like i'll see people living in san francisco but i'm just kind of confused about what they do to live there like half of them aren't 
CEOs of a company. So how the fuck are they affording to live there unless they're like literally um, like full housing it where they just have like seven people living in one building and they just can afford it by sheer splitting. Like there's no way, right? How how do you? It's I don't like, know. Uh, renting that, an apartment doesn't Max is like, live in San Francisco now. No, he uh, he, he lives in. He li- or yeah, he used to live there. I don't think he lives there now, but he used to live on the outskirts of San Francisco in a, a family's house. Like, yeah, it's always like a, it's members- always a crazy shared thing. Yeah, but his family members own the house and they rented it out to him. No. So, that's how it worked. Uh, and the house, I believe, because uh, Max talked to me about it. and I, I was going to say, it's house... funny that you, you have way more detail on this than I do. Yeah, it's, uh, it, I, I, if I remember correctly, Max said that the house was paid off because um, it's like his grandfather's house. And his grandfather's had it since, I guess, he w- his grandfather was young. So the house is like well paid off. So it's like any rent money is just, you know, is basically paying the property tax. Um, but yeah, it's like, that's the only way to make it work is that these people, some of these people that have houses in San Francisco just have had them for all their lives and they just keep them because why would you ever get rid of real estate? Cause you've but, got like one of the most valuable pieces of real estate in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> so then they just fucking rent it out for like a quarter of a million dollars and that just all goes into their pockets and then they don't live in San Francisco cause why would they live in San Francisco and they just make all it's this full money. of homeless people and poop. <laughs> I don't. Why would you be a homeless person in San Francisco? It's the worst city to try to beg in because no one has money. They're all barely affording to live as it is. Like the the South Park joke was that California just is really easy to survive in outside. It's just it's it's always livable year round, just on the streets. Yeah. As far as like climate goes, it was like that. That was what they were going for, basically. I, I, don't I mean, know it, like, it generally well, is. It doesn't get deadly hot in most of california no. especially the closer to the coast where the ocean regulates the temperature of the air and it also never gets yeah. cold in california like never real cold though like, the only issue some, i will say <laughs> the is... coldest i've ever seen is sometimes you'd wake up in the morning and like oh there's some frost on the on the grass crazy yeah and that's it's... only because we sprinkle them constantly for no reason it freaks me out because like it, it technically it's winter now in this country um because like the moment is uh, it because they just yeah they just skip fall they just go oh. directly to winter i was gonna say like um, winter is not for like what end of december right it's, like just barely yeah, or is it beginning it, of january uh yeah it's no i think winter's winter's from uh december to like february what <laughs> oh wait, i i just Maybe? weirdly misheard that I weirdly, oh. for some reason, I thought you said uh, December to, sept- uh, to September. I'm like, that's the year. <laughs> what no. did you just say? No. Uh, it's, it's December the, uh... to March. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, but like. Yeah, winter only here... starts four days before Christmas. Oh. That always caught me, well, that always caught me by surprise because obviously that's like the, that's like the quintessential, that's the like that's the winter holiday, winter holiday and it starts yeah. four days in. But it's I, weird I don't have a respect for winter because I live in California. It's yeah. Well, this country is like the most amount of disrespect to winter because they're like, it's winter. It's going to get colder. And I was like, oh, yeah. no. And they're like, it's going to be 89 degrees in the morning. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, 
oh fuck like, oh no <laughs> so like uh, i wake up in the morning my 70 degree fucking house or apartment is like wow it's cold i open the door and it's like yep feels like winter like, winter is my fucking... winter is my favorite time of year in california sometimes it drops below 70 and uh, so, and once a month it rains a little bit <laughs> uh, it's been, like we've it. been having like actual sandstorms here and it's i i'm kind of disappointed because i thought stand sandstorms would be cooler like darude really lied to me i thought sandstorms <laughs> would be like you know really intense you should but have gone with the martian version of sandstorms so you can be prepped for the idea yeah no it's the, not like the that martian where sandstorms um, are the most boring idea ever yeah sandstorms are just boring yeah, it's uh, just it really dusty is, for a while. It's just, yeah, it's just fucking fog. Yeah. It's made of sand. And then I walked outside and I was like, oh, cool, my patio's covered in sand. This was great. <laughs> like, this is a good idea. <laughs> like, this is, the, it, I was, so, but like, I look outside and I'm like, oh, wow, I can barely see the mall that's only five minutes away. That's kind of cool. And then I also try to have a cigarette. And I'm like, oh, I think I have sand in my throat. This is not as good anymore. I don't. This is not great. You shouldn't try so to. You just, no, you shouldn't try to breathe out in the sandstorm. Basically, just like look outside of your window and pretend it's snow. That's and what, it you, makes that's you, what feel you need. Is you just need a real long sandstorm to kick you off of cigarettes by making it literally impossible for you to smoke. It's, <laughs> I, I did. I, I will say, I did go. I think I, I went like eight hours without smoking because I couldn't. Like, I had to wait until the sandstorm <laughs> subdued it at, at like at night. So it doesn't like attack your body. Yeah, so I could just look at my patio, and if I can see the city, the sandstorm's gone. If I can't, <laughs> the sandstorm's still here. Stop attacking but, my uh, body so I can attack my body. The, the weird part is, uh, you're talking about homeless people. There, there's not really homelessness here, but... They all got buried is... in the sandstorm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, there, there's not homeless people, but there is homeless cars if that makes sense like there you was mean, a do you uh, just mean people that live in cars or just weird no, abandoned random cars the, that have yeah, been forgotten by time there's like so there they don't was have a, towing what, companies no what happened was that there was a uh i god Naya was telling me this history because apparently like it's like some memorable part of their cold uh, like history here but like there was a there was a, like an economic kind of crash deal where um like a lot of the uh, a lot of expats just started leaving in droves and they just left their cars wherever it didn't matter they just left them and so there's like cars and they're just, just not being identified at all well no they took the keys with them so they, they can't just go in there and drive them away they have to tow that's them the, that's yeah that's so, what i was saying is like what's isn't this like heaven for well, the towing company well, no, because a lot of them were just left in the middle of the dirt. Like, they just left them in just the sand. Nowhere. So, so as you're driving around, you'll just see cars in the middle of the desert, abandoned and covered in sand. And it's just like... And, they're, and, they, and you'll see them just in general locations, too, like in a parking lot. There's just a car covered in sand, and you know it's abandoned because it has like six inches of sand on it. And it just... <laughs> It's so weird because there's like uh, I'm just trying to imagine there's like a whole country that just 
constantly has like snow but snow that ruins your car <laughs> like yeah. it's abrasive silicon particles all over your car just scraping everything all the time it's also weird because they to <laughs> Uh, to make th- to make the desert more fun, they decided to make a lot of artificial. Did lakes. they install a water slide? No, close. They uh, yeah, there's a bunch of artificial lakes in this country, and uh, you can tell that they're not that supposed a, to be. I said that as a joke, and it actually was going to be fake water installations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's uh, but it's like you can tell those aren't supposed to be there, and I don't mean because they look fake. I mean because the weather gets weird. So like you'll it will be uh you'll wake up in the morning. The artificial lakes influence the water, the weather. Yeah, because there's a lot of water and then the heat there's like and then when it becomes blistering hot, like 115, suddenly you have this huge breeze because the water itself is boiling more or less. <laughs> and then it's like rising steam and then causing like more humidity and it's like what did you what the fuck did you want? Like you just you made this country less fun by making it easier to be humid like i don't know what like you have an ocean right outside you could have just let that be the problem but you made more pocket humidity like you made pocket humidifiers everywhere in your country for some reason and they're awful looking like they're just the greenest unhealthy nastiest looking water you would never want to touch with your bare skin because it's obviously not flowing water so it's just filled with algae and it's just weird stagnant things yeah it's like the most i can only imagine i wonder if they're opening themselves to like i wonder if they're opening themselves up to like toxic algae blooms like that kind of problem i was thinking more like is this why west nile was a problem like i'm wondering wondering if it reaches like the drinking water supply or anything no the drink well no, because the way the drinking water works here is that uh, I'm on the or the city's on the Gulf or the Persian Gulf, so the water that's uh, I can the water that's outside or the the coast is the coast of the Persian Gulf, and that's where they get their water from. But that water is just as stagnant, more or less, because it's a Gulf; it's not the ocean. So the issue is that like they have to basically throw as much as legally possible before killing people of chlorine inside of it to make it drinkable. So no one drinks the water here. Um, so it, it, people just buy bottled water. You just, you go to the store and you can buy a six pack of bottled water for like, it's, it's kind of amazing how common that's getting right. Yeah. Like just to, not even just there, but like in our country and so on, just so yeah. many places where it's just people were like, yeah, we live here and people need water to survive, but we just, we just don't drink the water here and we live here forever. Like that's, my mom has yeah. that too. My mom has that. My brother has that in two different cities. They're just like the water, the water quality is super questionable. So they just drink weird imported water all the time and they feed it to all their pets and everything. Yeah, and that, yeah, I mean, Naya does that too. She's like, I don't want to feed my cats tap water. I'm like, they're, they're literally animals. Like, they will be fine. <laughs> like, it's like they have a they have this thing called like a filter in their bodies where they can drink like water from like the ground, and they're okay. Like, my dog drinks water off the street, and he doesn't die because his body filters out the bacteria in that. That's it's like how animals survive in the wild. 
But yeah, give them just give them bottled water. I'm sure that's fine too. Like, <laughs> but but yeah, like it's people. But and and plastic water or uh, water bottles are dirt cheap. Like I can I go to the store, I buy a six pack of bottled water, and it's like four Durham, which is equal to a dollar seventy five. So yeah, I just buy huge excess of, and they're like they're and it's not small. I'm not talking about like you know little bottles of water. Like they're big ass bottles of water because otherwise you'll die of dehydration he's off in a different world he's out of frame that means he doesn't exist it's, anymore it's like, movie magic is, that's a very big bottle this is how big they are and uh for the record you drink this much a day like or more they would recommend more but you need to at least drink this much water every day that's uh, normal. Else, yeah. Yeah. But um I got this I, guy. It's got it's got a liter marking on it. <laughs> yeah, I have I do have my uh what, the thirty liter how much I don't even know how much this is. Um That might be a whole liter. Uh I can't or it says um yeah, I, I it doesn't because it's in it's in Arabic, so I don't know how many uh, <laughs> liters it is. But uh, it has low sodium, so that's good. That's been my uh, learning I, experience with uh, buying the random crap at the international market and reading like microwave instructions and realizing, oh shit, I can only read like half the stuff on this container. And also, Japanese things have very variable expectations of what kind of microwave you own. You have uh, it's uh, a microwave oven is what they think you have. No, a lot of them actually say don't use a microwave oven. Like they expect oh, really? a microwave, but that like I've I've seen uh, like the stuff where the where the instructions don't become a weird nightmare and and turn into a volcano, like that picture I showed you. Uh, yeah. Usually are like those are usually the ones that expect a thousand watt microwave, which I've never really had to think about microwaves before. Uh, but yeah. I, I think a thousand is what we have normally in, or something. Yes. Uh, I've seen 600, 500 and 300. Oh, I've seen listings of wattage, 300 yeah. watt microwaves. And I'm like, I literally can't find a way to decrease the wattage on this microwave. Like I actually can't find be... it, but I've never had to do it before. And I didn't buy, I didn't buy it. So I don't have any of the documentation and there's no button for, that says anything about wattage on the thing. So I've just been like, if you can, I've just been experimenting. <laughs> I don't know if you can even lower the wattage past base, which I think is a thousand. I think you can increase the wattage, but I don't think you can think, lower I think the wattage the past I can, thousand. Best I can do is just reduce the cooking time and hope it works out. Which, admittedly, yeah. some of these things aren't even things that you're cooking to make them eat edible. You're just cooking them to make it prepared. Yes, like a lot of the stuff, it's already less. edible before. Like it's like frozen pizza, or it's like you can just eat it, I guess, yeah. if you want to. Uh, but yeah, like, <laughs> I had the thing where I, I ruined the pancake, and I showed you guys that on like Discord, where yeah, it uh, I had Japanese pancakes which are full of like, I don't even know. There's like it's like I think it's cinnamon and peanuts like paste is like the makeup of the inside stuff. Was it a pancake or a hot cake? I think it says pancake on it, but I don't know. But it's a it's a little flat like cake thing that vaguely has the texture of pancakes, but the inside has like a a filling that's like some kind of mix of like cinnamon and, and peanut flavor stuff. 
And uh, a hot cake. I didn't okay. read its instruction. I, I didn't. I didn't question its wattage. I should say I did read the instructions. Yeah. I read the instructions too well, which is that I, <laughs> I, uh, I said to cook for two minutes. So I'm like, that seems like a long time for such a small object, but whatever. And <laughs> then I opened. And then I learned. Yeah, when I opened the head, the when I opened the the, the microwave, the the first of all, the window was just white. Like the window to the microwave was white instead of you okay. know a window. Okay. I open it up and just some. I don't know if it's steam or smoke. I can't tell, but white smoke stuff is just billowing out. Like I've created like a goosebumps monster in my <laughs> microwave. And then I look in, and once I've wafed away all the the smoke or whatever, the uh, the bottom it has the foundation of the normal of the normal cake, and on top it yeah. has what looks like it's it's like a giant like chicken pock. Like a, just a giant dome of burned, <laughs> and there's like a creepy, like Ghostbusters imagery, like crack in the middle of the top of the dome where st- where smoke is just continuing to billow out like a <laughs> volcano. And I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> you, made a, you made a you made like an elementary school science project. It really was like it was it was actually spectacular to look at, but not very edible. <laughs> no, I. But, I've settled on 50 seconds. It's been what has worked for me for the remaining five that were in the pack. They're actually really good. They're very they? good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a real good flavor. It's 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 a nice thing to have. But yeah, that was a, a science experiment. I didn't tell anyone else in the house about about the time I almost burned the microwave <laughs> or who knows what whether anything could have I happened. Mean, I think the microwave would have been fine. I've done a lot worse in microwaves, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's got to be careful about that because yeah there's it's it gets weird I've, I've noticed another thing here is like um i tried to cook pizzas like there's a frozen pizzas i was like yeah i want to make like a nice frozen pepperoni pizza at home and they have like the weirdest instructions where they say all right you need to set your oven to 220 celsius then you need to set your fan to 200 celsius or you need to set the fan on to lower to 200 celsius and then you need to make sure that uh uh, what is it? You need to make sure that your um that your flames are or like the the because the it's not an electric uh, oven. It's like a you know oven that you have to actually ignite, um like a grill. And it's like you need to make sure that those are in the setting of four. And I was like, well, what? How do, wait? How do I? <laughs> is that universal? All, like, yeah. I was like, first of all, the temperature doesn't even have to. 20 it has 210 and 225 so i have to just guess which one like how and how yeah. much enough and then when you turn the fan on you know it doesn't really it there is there's no digital display to tell me if it's at the current what temperature it's even at so i just have to eyeball it like i have to put my hand in there and go like yeah, every now and then you guess, get a thing you can prepare that has like advanced level instructions or that yeah. just assumes you have a bunch and, of crazy hardware it's like buying and a game heart. and finding out that it's VR only. Like it's just like, oh, that wasn't on the tin. This is a weird surprise that's happened. Like I'll get, I'll, yeah. I'll have a weird thing where it like has, you're supposed to like wrap it in a towel and then you put it on defrost setting for X amount of time, then flip it and then microwave it normally for a while. I'm like, yeah. these are the weird kind of instructions that are not why people microwave things in the first place. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it does it it is uh advised because it does make it taste a lot better than if you just nuke it. Yeah. Um 
I, you know what, going back to what you're talking about earlier about the long distance thing, I, the only thing that I feel is weird about being within like a, a literally a 10 minute drive from Naya versus being a 15 hour flight or <laughs> is, uh, it's, I, there's like this sense of, uh, like I feel kind of awkward about it because I feel like it's, uh, like you're, I don't know. It's like uh, you feel like a person who's just uh, intruding on someone's life as if somehow the city is their life. Like, <laughs> I feel like even though I'm not living with them, I feel that being in proximity of them is somehow intruding upon them. It's a super and weird experience. Uh, yeah. Like I, it, I did the uh, I, I basically did intrude on Bird's life like forcefully because he uh, he was visiting Berkeley and I'm like. I mean, we've never met in person. That's like right there. I'll fucking make the trip. I was like, I'm coming. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm coming to Berkeley. Like, I'm just going to come visit now. It's like, you're not going to get away with moving, uh, coming in within like an hour of where I am. And we're not going to meet up. So we met up at like the, uh, was it? we met up at like a used bookstore at Berkeley and went and found like coffee and then that French restaurant and shit. Because I'm like, it's just a wasted opportunity if we don't bother meeting yeah. up because it might literally be the only chance. Like even now we're making plans about the possibility of like all moving towards that direction because we're all just scattered amongst the country pointlessly and so on. Yeah. Like uh, Wander was talking about how like because he he was he's doing the daily vlogs of the of PAX West and talking about like meeting up with all these different people and stuff like that. And he's just realizing how much he's just been like in isolation. Isolated. Yeah. Uh, he and Shell yeah. have just been living in Kansas City. And he, I think the only person he's met is that he's familiar with, like, a clerk at a place he visits a lot. Aside from that, like, it's just it's just okay. him and Shell in a city alone. And it's like, and now I'm, I'm, I have the threat of that, too, because you've moved and, and Joe's moved and uh, Max is basically Kel's. more or yeah. less moved and Kel's gone. And, like, so many people have all, like, disappeared. And then, like, and, like, the old geology crew is all gone. Like, Sid went and got, like, a teaching job or something and uh will went for his doctorate in like la or something like that like all the people that were in those old videos from the geology crew like uh will lewis and sid and everybody like those are all gone like everyone yeah. modern society has just shuffled the map and all the little marbles flew around the united states and everyone's just scattered so i'm trying to like re-coalesce in one location with at least some people because uh i think friendships are better in person and that might piss him, piss yeah. people off that are used to online friendships a lot and stuff like that. But like, like it was more fun to hang out with Wander that the time that he was at my house for like a week. Like that's yeah. like that's like peak I, levels and stuff like that. I mean, I can see, I can see that. I think there's a uh, for me there's there is a noticeable difference between uh like between playing games with Naya in person versus playing with like playing them with her over the internet. Yeah. And there's a uh, it's yeah, it's like there's there's something about like being around a person physically that makes it different than what you I, th what I you think it's the filter. Like everyone filters social interactions on some level, even even in person. Yeah. You like present a version of yourself sometimes, but you, it's a, like a live feed and you can't edit it as yeah, opposed to like true. being like somebody talking in like chat. Or like posting on Facebook, you like people, people's Instagrams and Facebooks, like 
It's like it's like like it's like the experience of cross comparing the experience I get of being at Andrew's house versus the experience that Instagram gets of Andrew's house, <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> "Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm posing with my dog. His how's this for a smile?" And I'm like, I come over and you're in like, you're in like, uh, you're in like basketball shorts and the with maximum volume Overwatch, and you're just grimacing and like <laughs> <laughs> like completely different images and stuff like that. <laughs> like those two different, or like when I come over and you and your sister are warring with each other over volumes in adjacent rooms on t- on televisions <laughs> and like just completely different visions and all that. Like you can't. Uh, people still act when they're people even round people yeah. but you can't act all the time <laughs> like there's there's a certain genuineness yeah. to it and i uh i think uh people who know each other and like each other already if they can be around each other more in person the, like you can get a stronger bond overall because there's more genuine yeah. stuff going on there and you get there's a lot more texture to everything and also it becomes easier to forgive the many, many things that you might not like about that person in person, because it's like a, there's like a full tapestry of personality and stuff like that. I, I can kind of see that. I think there's, I guess it depends to the level of what, what things you're trying to forgive, but yeah, I get your <laughs> point. Yeah. Well, there's a little bit of like the Andrew experience, right? Like what going to discord and you I, just see Andrew yelling about something versus like spending well, an eight hour day with Andrew and, it, and you see the peaks yeah, and valleys I mean, and, progress and everything <laughs> yeah i mean that's i mean neo went into that uh went into detail about that a couple of days ago where it's just like yeah it's just like the there's a difference between like if i'm talking to you on discord in front of everybody <laughs> it's way different than when like we're sitting in my on my couch playing a game and or like having dinner or something it's like it's a very how is it like a, a way di- like I, basically it's the idea of like how is it that i can hang out with you in person and it can go on for as long as time a mortem and be okay but the moment we're online i can immediately just not want to be there and it's <laughs> like that's like how how can you have the juxtaposition of something so like that kind of personality so differently and it's like like because yeah in person i'm not as insane like I, i'm not I'm not into a lunatic in person. I'm mostly just <laughs> quiet. <laughs> just like I just keep to my fucking self. And then I, like, I, I think I also think of like the the strain <clears throat> that comes with like the idea of like for the last like five years, more or less my entire friendship with like Wander and Bird has been broadcasted live. Like every yeah. moment we're around each other is while something's live streaming or a video is being recorded, which does change the range of how your human experience with each other can express itself and how that can happen and how your relationship can happen and everything. Like uh, I think about like we'd 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 for last several months uh, there was the uh, we, there was the two hour podcast which is like candid talking, but is also a thing for an audience. But then like half an hour of smoking and eating lunch and shit like that in your backyard, then like, then like kind of a back and forth of like, and an like, let's say about like 70, 80 minutes of zero scape followed by 10 to 15 minutes of smoking and talking. And then 70 to 80 minutes of zero scape, like alternating between those two. And like, uh, I think about the fact that like for like the last five years, that middle part doesn't exist 
for like my other relationships because they're online only and because we're doing a show it's like we can't just like i look forward to the idea of just being able to like have other experiences where you just yeah we're just gonna go to like this pizza place or whatever the fuck and it's just it's not on the internet it's kind of weird because i would say that uh in in a weird twist of irony that even when we're doing a podcast I think the t- the moment that we're not recording and those moments where we're just eating lunch and smoking yeah. and like I'm having a cigarette, those moments are more interesting <laughs> somehow. Like we always somehow the the moment that everything we have, we is have off, just before and just after the podcast smoke motion mo- moments where we're like, ah, oh, that should have been in a podcast. We always have better conversations the moment there is not a record button. There's like also the plenty moment... of shit, though, that just would not go in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, the idea is there's there's more genuine like conversations, I feel, that happen because there's not that thought in your head that someone's listening. And yeah, I think that's like what you're trying to say is that it's hard to have a an actual real friendship when someone's always peering in. It's yeah. kind of that, you know, it's yeah. It's like a Truman Show-esque deal where it's like it's really hard to get comfortable in bed when you know someone's watching you sleep. Like, like Yeah, like I think of like various various like live moments where someone says something and clearly somebody else is kind of bothered by said thing that was said. And then it just becomes a weird stilted thing for the next hour and a half where it's like this thing's not being resolved. And also it won't be resolved afterwards because we're just going to all scatter to the winds again as opposed to like walk into their room <laughs> and talk about it for example yeah uh because there's all there's all there's moments where you there's stuff that you don't discuss live and things like that uh yeah it's a uh, i've i've navigated so many fucking weird relationships as, as my job basically like there's our whole recording relationship. There's the weird remote recording relationship with Wander and Bird. There's the audience relationships, both the commenters that are only in the comment section, then the Discord people and the Patreons and any mix thereof and Q&A people and the people who send stuff to the, Q- the, the PO box. Like there's so many different weird, confusing layers, which you fucked up even more, by the way, because you're like, I'm going to make friends with one of these people and meet them. I'm like, cool. What the fuck is the barrier now between audience and patron and real life friend? I don't I, <laughs> like we, it's gotten so had, fucking I, muddled because of that, because you're like, I'm just going to the weirdest. <laughs> we had the weirdest, like fucking uh like twist of mind fuck moment where we were all because i brought my ps4 with me to dubai yeah and i so uh we were playing diablo are you, are you 3. talking about when you unlocked an achievement on my account yeah, <laughs> yeah so we were we were playing diablo 3 on my ps4 at Naya's house and uh and the way it was set up was i was playing on my account and Naya was playing on your account and her husband was just playing on a guest account and i was like how do you feel that two years ago you started watching a person and right now you're playing on their, their PS4 account on Diablo 3? And it's like, how weird is that circle that had to have happened? And it's like, and to her, it wasn't even like a click. Like she didn't even, it was just nothing she didn't think about. But like she took a moment and was like, wait, yeah, that is like, wait, I am playing... She unlocked an achievement on the account of the person she was watching on YouTube. Yeah. And and she's sitting in the same room 
with a per with a person who is a yeah. part of that person's channel. Like that's a weird. Yeah, it's a like, weird experience. What is the interaction? I remember I used to like. I used to always hang out for like five. There's like a five year span where I'd be in party chat all the time on Xbox 360, which yeah. I, I see as a mistake in many ways because it made me not appreciate a lot of those games because I was multitasking and stuff like that. And it was like I look back at those games. I'm like, wow, my retention was bad for like near and stuff like that. That was a whole era where I was either listening to podcasts or talking in teams in team chat whenever I was like playing games. And it would I'd be playing like single player games, but just hanging out with people. The way you hang yeah, out in like a like Discord a and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, there was like Randy Game Freak and a few other people there and Mercado and a bunch of just people. And like some of these people were like in true achievements and some of these people were in uh, Achievement Hunter audience or the Rooster Teeth like uh, community group like and shit like community that. Community maps and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so in, in part of that group was Brown Man and just. Yeah. hanging out like if you look at our old uh if you look at our original run of D of uh of dark souls that we did a really bad one uh there's oh, yeah. a, i specifically remember the memory we were walking across that one bridge you walk across that's uh, that's above the first boar like not the one that's okay. directly above the boar but you beat the boar you loop around through that hollow filled room and then you cross this one bridge that overlooks that wall again yeah. and then you cross over to like after that's where the rapier looking guys are that are like a tiny shield and a cape those people yeah as we're crossing that bridge fucking like brown man is online like pops up on the screen like that kind of shit and i remember like i i sent the most fucking like because like talking about what i was talking about before like all these bizarre social environments that I, you don't i don't know how to navigate between like audience members of various levels and like then like naya and shit like that and so on one of the mo i sent the most cringe thing it was the most it's like one of the more embarrassing things where fucking michael jones like shamed me on his podcast because <laughs> this is the thing that happened where michael jones <laughs> shamed me on his podcast as the internet box podcast they did there was they did the first two episodes and they had stupid they michael kept making fun of the intros of the first two episodes that shitty fan submissions and he was mocking them yeah. and so but he but he made he mocked them by doing a really like like doing a mock intro of like a shitty low effort input like dead dead internet box so i just did both intros that he did back at him i said i just voice acted his own in, his own mock intros back at him to make a third intro which was the episode three intro for internet box but it was accompanied with an email that was like hey yeah if you guys ever like need an extra person and stuff like that like it, i like is me making the faux pas or or whatever of like trying to invite myself into this internet show thing but it was because i was in this fucking confusing place because like i had hung out with and talked to ray for like dozens of hours in party chat so it didn't seem weird to yeah. me but nobody else on the entire podcast knows i exist especially the person reading it so i'm just being like he just reads my email live in episode three and just mocks me for trying to like invite myself onto the podcast and stuff like that and it was like that was my moment of like oh right i've made a mistake like that realization but then even after that i'm with ray playing halo uh 2 on pc helping him unlock multiplayer achievements and i'm like i don't I don't know where the boundaries are. I can't gauge things anymore. And now I'm on the other side of yeah. that where I, I don't know what the fuck to make of people. I, I did that whole like uh, the thing where I was like making the appeal of like, hey, I'm trying to improve my living situation. Like, here's my Patreon. I'm not I'm not like done increasing my income just in case anyone thought that like cause some people thought I was just well to do off because they see a YouTuber or whatever and they must be rich or something. Yeah. Uh, and like yeah, I, multiple people invited me to live with them. 
And I'm just like, oh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, wow, that's not what I expected. <laughs> that's been a reoccurring I mean, thing is people inviting me to live with them in various states or countries or somebody saying you should move to South Africa. It's really great and stuff like that. And like, and I'm like, I, wow, okay. And it's on. Um, uh, it's like on multiple levels. Like w there's there's multiple. Like on one 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 thing, if it's just a genuine offer from a kind person, then they're just being good, and they shouldn't feel bad about that. But some of them, <laughs> like I've had multiple interactions with people that have completely gone past the parasocial thing, and they've like they they're full in, and they're like obsessive types over internet people, uh, and it's like a risk, and it's like it's like the type of person that should, yeah, I think of like what like when when somebody showed up at Boogie's door and stuff like that, like that kind of thing, like. Yeah. If, like if that kind of person's inviting me to live with them it's like this could get this could turn into mercy real fast <laughs> like was that the name of the was mercy the name of the stephen king book where like the the person kidnaps the author and like breaks their legs I in the bed so, and stuff like yeah. that or uh or it's also just if, if it is just genuine it's just i'm still just some random dude that doesn't know them and they're and so it's like yeah. it's like me taking advantage of their infatuation with my channel and it's like it's a super everything every aspect of that super uncomfortable so it's like a big old like thanks but no thanks i whoa <laughs> like i don't know how to process this i i wonder like i never really thought about the whole parasocial relationship but i don't I think I, I was able to avoid that with Naya because she was there as your fan, not yeah. and like had no concept of who I was. So by the time that she was aware of who I was, it was too late for like a parasocial relationship to develop, I guess. Because like I because by, you, the, by at the that time, point you knew them, you met her yeah. before she started noticing you were in any of the content. Exactly, and so we were friends. That just makes a real relationship. <laughs> it rem it does remind me of how I don't I hate streams. Like uh, I just I just don't yeah. watch streams, but I'll watch you or Bird or Wander stream because I'm just watching my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As opposed to a stream, like the uh, the format has no appeal to me, so I exclusively watch people I f actually know in person, basically on those things. Which yeah, some people. I mean, that's makes sense. It's kind of it's like watching yeah. like on youtube i don't watch other let's players but i will watch your content because i know you yeah but i'm not gonna go watch you know like fucking uh like pewdiepie or like uh, you know achievement hunter or game grumps because i don't i don't really care about watching other people play games yeah. it's just not what i care did to watch did you ever watch those parasocial relationship videos the very long, the long ones. Yeah, they're very long. <laughs> but but uh, they have just enough Bo Burnham sprinkled throughout them to keep your interest, don't they? <laughs> it, yes, they do. Yeah, actually. Oh, I got something to show you. Oh boy, a vacuum cleaner? You shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I got. I have a copy of this. That oh, <laughs> Is that backwards? That's backwards, isn't it? With the what, the. No, I could read it. Oh, it's backwards for me. But yeah, it's like the the poem book. Soul yeah. Shell Silverstein like where it's got like a poem and an illustration and they're all about like dicks and stuff or whatever. <laughs> it's just As a nice build up to <laughs> a very bad delivery, which is just like it's like Shell Silverstein. It's nice poems with a little accompanying art about dicks and stuff. Like, oh. <laughs> it's my one and only poem book. I have a per I've purchased Bo Burnham paraphernalia. I also saw it. Uh, Do you see it grade? Uh, 
No, it is not being uh, aired here, surprisingly. <laughs> oh, that was after you left, huh? Yeah. Oh, the timing. Uh, I, I'm waiting. <clears throat> I'm hoping that I can try to... I've been trying to find a torrent for it because I wanted to go see it. I actually wanted to go see it in theaters, but I was gone, so I felt bad. And I know it's not coming the fuck here anytime soon, <clears throat> so I've been trying to wait for a torrent to come of it, but it's kind of tough because not really... Uh, yeah, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, they're called the videos are called fake friends. There's episodes one and two from Strucci movies or Strucky movies. S T R U C C I is yeah. the channel. Uh, yeah, those uh, those left an impact, and also multiple other videos I've been watching have left an impact. On one part in particular, I saw like one of my motivations to get moving on moving <laughs> is because of that whole part in episode two about Jacksepticeye, where it's just like watching his emotional state erode over time oh, from isolation yeah. because he's because he's irish and all of his friends live in la and like that's like just having just watching his friends all hang out with each other from afar prolonged for prolonged amounts of times while he doesn't actually know anyone in person and it, and like that's a, the scary thing about being a youtuber sometimes is that you can give all of your time to your audience like hang out in discord yeah. read all the comments but, go through the patreon and like you and it feels like you have to and like it's what you're supposed to do and can you're and you're thankful for the fact that you have what you have and stuff like that <clears throat> but if there's no but if you you can get in a trap and i'm afraid of uh i'm specifically trying to avoid the jacksepticeye trap of what happened to him where he was giving he was giving all of his time to his audience all the time while living isolated from all the friends he's made and not making any local friends and then just watching as that like degraded his sanity basically and i'm yeah. like fuck <laughs> and these I mean, and he's way up there that's terrifying i mean i felt well not that way obviously because i wasn't youtube famous but i felt that way living at home all the time like that yeah. was one of the motivators to leave is cuz i was living in like this like basically uh it was almost like a prison of my own design where i would never leave and I never had reason to leave because there's nothing to do where I lived. But I'm not going to move because I have a house and like I see people, but not enough people. You had like the you know, gift. Like, you had like the gift slash trap of like you inherited a house and you're like, yeah. "Fuck, I, I have a, I have a Californian house. So how did this happen? <laughs> how did a millennial like, get a house?" And then you, but you're like, "Fuck, now I have to stay in this house." <laughs> like that's like the, that's the secondary realization is you're like, "Ah, I didn't really pick this." It reminds me yeah. of, uh, what is it? My dad got uh, a Honda Civic because he was trying to, he was okay. trying to get a, a good, a new job for commute where you'd commute to it and he wanted a good commuting car and stuff like that. And it's, it was a really nice car. Honda Civics are real, uh, they're quality. They stick around and they're, the gas, they, they're not they're overly expensive quality, or anything. Yeah. Uh, then his job fell through and he didn't get hired after all the training he did and everything. So he just got stuck with where he was before and he gave up on the car. So, he, and I was driving that car throughout all of uh, college because we just had it already. And he was going to take it over once he got his job. But then he just never got the job. So we just had this Honda Civic that I was driving. And then at some point, it unspokenly became my permanent car as opposed to a thing I was driving because he already had it. And then I became responsible for the payments for it. And I was like, uh, it's like being trapped. <laughs> with, it's like the being trapped with that house concept of like, this yeah. is nice. And it's what we're supposed to want, but also I'm not ready for this. I'm not like I'm not ready yeah. for this commitment uh, or this payment. Like I, I would have chosen a car that was fitting to my income level if I had the original choice to pick a car yeah. because I'd have to pay for said car. 
like all the garbage that Max drives <laughs> and stuff like that. Like I've been in, I've been, I've had a number of days driving in, uh, being in Max's, pa Max's passenger seat and just hearing like, oh, that's a grinding sound coming from the brakes. <laughs> like really weird or like outdated gimmicks he had like a old he had like an old people car at one point where when he uh when he opens the uh the the door the seatbelt slid across the top of the window frame oh, on one of those yeah. tracks and it's like oh this is a really weird old gimmick that i think is gone now right yeah it's very gone but i've uh, had a it's on, on the parasocial thing, I've had two other realization things. Because there was that, which is, that's not even a parasocial thing as much. It was just a thing that came up in that yeah. video. But there's two things uh, that were, that I've been thinking about. And it's 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 weird because it's like it's super hard to even know how to navigate these things. Because there's two scary things that have happened. One that's scary for the YouTuber itself. And one that's scary for like the audience. Is okay. There's two recent events. Uh, one is I watched the video... Uh, the parents' worst nightmare video by Nerd City about Jake Paul. I watched that as well today. Yeah, that yeah. experience. Uh, that so was that's so, the, so these, Yeah, these are two separate sides of negative parts of parasocial shit. Is that like because <laughs> like the other one, the other because the other one's Meg Turney. That's the other side of the spectrum oh, of like really bad shit. Oh, is that no. yeah. yeah? Somebody yeah. obsessing over Meg Turney tracked down Gavin and Meg's house and tried to murder Gavin and was like, I think they they were able to hide long enough and call the police and uh, the I think the either the police shot him or the or he shot himself in the driveway or something. I think was the outcome yeah. of that story. And it's like, yeah. fuck that. That's like that's scary shit <laughs> like i mean it's like, not only is it scary he was successful yes means he, he, like, tracked, he tracked them down with a weapon yeah. and attacked them like if people don't know about this, this is a real thing that happened is that's, a a high level yeah. youtuber was uh, there was an attempted murder oh. <laughs> at their home not from a fan that. he's it's fucking he's a terrifying high level he's a high level youtuber and literally an employee of a, of a huge company yeah like like rooster teeth isn't just some unknown company it's it's like he is a regular person to an extent. Like he has a job, he has a a, a hobby he does, which is slow mo guys. Yeah, you you attacked a regular human. Like you just like. Mm hmm. That's mm -hmm. terrifying. And, the, and whereas yeah, the other side is Jake Paul, where he's somebody that that is willingly aware of the parasocial relationships that he's engaging with on fans and he's manipulating them emotionally to get money out of them constantly or every video he that makes whole... is like 70 percent advertisement and shit like that yeah. and it's like and like all this shit for like he he emotionally manipulates people that are less than 10 years old into into getting their parents to pay uh, for things and like all these other fucked yeah, up said, things and it's just like but it was like eight oh. years old to to 18 and like he admits to it, which is terrifying. And like, well, I, I don't think he's admitting. Well, he doesn't admit to. He doesn't admit he's... to all of it at once. He admits to every element of this a lot. Well, I mean, <laughs> so. he's he's not admitting to who watches the videos because that's just analytics. He's just yeah. reciting what YouTube tells him. Yeah. But like, he is aware of it, which means he isn't altering himself. He's to super not aware of it if he's girls. if he's specifically also trying to go onto all the YouTube kids channels to get to the kids and stuff like that. That's the weird that part. The That's the part creepiest that, part like, of that video. That uh. goes beyond the level I'm comfortable with. Like I can understand if he's just sitting there being PewDiePie basically doing that thing of like, I'm gonna say funny things in the memes and kids will like it. 
there's a difference between that and literally collaborating with parents who should have the wherewithal to know to not allow this man stranger near his children who will but they might make money, money off it <laughs> but they won't make nearly as much as he does i don't youtube got fucking weird when i wasn't looking you know it seriously like we started our youtube channel and back at that time i understood youtube like it made okay. sense to me because we had Smosh, and we had Shane Dawson, and we had Ray William Johnson. I'm like, okay, this guy watches, this guy's just American funny, Funniest Videos. He just basically just takes other people's content and goes, ha, that was a funny video. Give hey, me money. Hey, America's, America's Funniest Home Videos asks you to send them in. Yeah, but, oh yeah, he doesn't just take them. <laughs> but yeah, like, Ray <laughs> William Johnson was just, like, me, like commenting on people's videos and then, like, Smosh and Shane Dawson were big popular channels, too. And they were just comedy skit channels. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I get it. And there was, like, epic rap battles I of history. And then Let's, let's no, Plays that were... that was new. And, like, like yeah, those were yeah. still newer stuff. Yeah. And there was, like, a lot of vloggers, like... Uh, There's always vloggers. Mr. Safety. That's probably not even a big vlogger, actually. Uh, that's just somebody no. I remember. Uh, or Vlog Brothers or a bunch of other channels. I'm like, okay, these are people who... Like, they have to express an idea or take you on a travelogue or Casey Neistat and shit like that. It's been around forever. Or uh, Philip DeFranco. I'm like, okay, these are all things I get on some level. Like, I get what the channel, I get what this content's meant to be. Okay. Then Let's Plays became much more popular. And that's, like, something I could just uniformly get. I'm like, okay, watch somebody play a video game and maybe say some funny stuff. The, I understand the full spectrum. Even if it doesn't specifically appeal to me, when I see like the really irritating shit from like the kid appealing to the, the let's suppose that appeal to kids and do highlight reels and they squeal a lot and do stupid yeah. meme stuff or like zoom in on uh, screen turns red, zoom in on face, eyes have lens flares on them and the audio <laughs> blares out that shitty meme and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, yeah. I at least get what's happening here. But when I look at uh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, like Rice Gum and a bunch of other channels, I'm like, do they just show off they have better lives and that's their show? Yes. <laughs> like a lot of these yeah. channels, whenever I see content, I'm like, they're they're just flexing on their audience, right? Like that's their whole, well, look how good no, my house is, look how much money I have. Is... I'm bragging about all my money, buy my merch, buy my merch. And that's the content. And I'm like, but, what the fuck but is the happening? Point is, the point's more insidious. It's more like... He's he's insinuating that by being a part of this, like being a part of his clique, his group, he can do the ways to be just as rich. He's a it's a Ponzi scheme. He's literally all, he's literally manipulating uh, children into buying his stuff because buying his stuff means they're a part of his group, and being a part of his group is how you be successful like he is. It's, I guess it's, it's like, like the American dream concept where people talk about yeah. like there's no such thing as poor Americans. There's just like 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 or like the idea there's that just like failures, or more specifically, is that people don't consider themselves to be poor. They consider themselves to be like almost like they're temporarily held back millionaires. And like they're yes. gonna they're gonna get their yes. way to the top, and so that's why they that's why they won't hate on anyone who's rich is because they want to be that, or they'll follow, or like while well, they'll obsessively follow people who all they seem to do is just show off what they have all day. And I'm just like I yes. I don't even I don't get I don't understand. <laughs> I'm so confused like and I, baffled. Like I watched uh, uh there's a YouTube and, the, I watched, and their answer uh, is to give that, them more money. Keep yeah, giving me more money, I, even though all my videos are about how I'm obscenely rich and literally don't have a use for all this money. 
it's it's weird because I, I I watched I watch a YouTuber um, that does that, but but in some way he's like <laughs> he's actually some like he's somewhat more proactive on actually making you rich as well, which is kind of weird. Um, the idea is he's a he's a stock trader, so I watch a guy who does day trading. Yeah, and I do it because he actually is good at day trading, and he does give you good advice on day trading. And uh, but his content is also <coughs> um, a mixture of him showing off. He has these Lamborghinis and cars, but uh, if you look, like if you actually listen to what he's saying rather than just watching what he does, the thing, like all of his stuff is made to be clickbait. But at the core of it, everything he keeps telling you is like these cars are not luxury items. I don't own these cars for fun. I buy them and then resell them for money. I have a house that's really big, but the reason I have it is because I rent multiple houses that I make income from to afford this house. Like these are he's like going through things of saying like I have a lot of money, but I have a lot of money and you can too if you do the thi- if you do these things. It's not just like a you don't just have money all of a sudden. You don't just ha- you know always have money. It's passive income is how you make a is how you make a lot of money. You need to like be doing more than just making YouTube videos or selling stock. Like you can't just live your entire life doing one thing and hoping it makes you rich. But like it's so weird because he delivers it in a Jake Paul fashion. Where if you're not a rash, like if you're a child watching his videos, you would have no idea. Like you would, you would just see him driving a Lamborghini and go like, "That could be me," and you would just do whatever he said. But like adult, you can look at it and go, "Oh, I get it. You're, you know, you're, um, you're buying old cars, fixing them up, selling them, you know, back. You're buying like real estate. You live in that real estate, and then when you can find someone to buy it, you then move out and go to a new place. Like you're not." He's not living in a mansion every day. He's living in a place until he sells it and then buys a new place to live in until he sells it. Like, he's just flipping his life. And it's like, to a degree, you know, like, I I don't think I would like to live that way, but I see why he's rich. He's rich because he's putting in a lot of effort to do it. He's not just yelling at kids to buy merchandise. Like, (laughs) but it's it's weird. I get. The parasocial stuff, like, it manifests in so many confusing ways where, like, I'm just, I'm just losing my sanity over it. Like, I've lost sleep over thinking about this kind of shit, basically, where it's like, I don't you want think you're in that to position? hurt. It, well, I think about how I present myself and do a bunch of things because the, one of the biggest things that muddies this is that, like, I don't have merch. I'm not flogging things at people. Uh, and I don't, like pretend to be someone's emotional support animal or anything like that but i do have a patreon which means i'm asking for people to support what i do and that makes things really tricky to try to to navigate and so i just yeah it's uh it's this thing where i I don't want to hurt my audience and i don't want my audience to hurt me (laughs) like both sides are true like (laughs) there's the boogie and meg's situation where like i don't want to encourage anyone into thinking that anything like that's vaguely acceptable and I, or like uh was it i think of like people talk about like i think it was cgp gray talked about getting on a flight or something like that he mentioned that on on like twitter or something and then somebody met them at his destination and it's like and only, and didn't realize till like mid conversation that they'd done something weird that you shouldn't do yeah, that, is not, that kind of stuff not okay yeah uh but also like i don't want people to do like 
oh god like the children that are like emotionally distraught over of jake paul and we need to raise money for him and stuff like that i'm i'm just like yeah, i know I, I also don't want people to be doing shit for me because they feel like they owe me a personal like debt because yeah. they're my friend or something like like the, I, i'm like so that, carefully yeah, i'm trying to keep like a buffer which is weird because i have like a, I have like a q a and a podcast and a patreon and everything where it's like i'm trying to it, it manifests in really specific weird ways like if somebody direct messages me on discord i don't respond yeah it's really? like like you can talk to me publicly. You can talk to me publicly on Discord, and you can talk to me in the comments section of my videos, and you can send me a Q and A video to, uh, question to, to, for me to answer publicly on the Q and A series and stuff like that. But I don't encourage people because if I respond to people, I encourage the behavior, and then we'll be having conversations privately, which has two problems. One, I can't have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with everybody who feels like having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me on my work schedule. But also, I don't want to encourage one-on-one -on -one, like relationships with anybody like because that's like that's that 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 feels like there's so many negative ways for that to go partly because it has yeah. gone bad before like we've talked about this before we're like and yes. it's not and like there there have been multiple people in the past that became like strangely obsessive and had like a like manufactured relationship with me basically that i did almost nothing to encourage at all. And I didn't benefit from it. I didn't do anything to take advantage of the situation. It was just yeah, like it's... a weird, like, and then eventually like they like when they're told, no, they get mad or something. And I'm like, I don't know what you thought was happening, but there's nothing. Ha this isn't a thing. And, and uh, I, so like, uh, that's the additional layers. Like I see people get literally their lives threatened by these relationships. I see people take advantage of their audiences with these relationships. And I also see the people that have, I've somehow managed to like freak out in real, like already <laughs> and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's, it's real fucking weird trying to figure out how to navigate this stuff where it's like, I don't, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, I think about it a lot. It's weird. I, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I live with, I, I guess I live my life in such a, um, a bad way that I never put those kind of thought like I had someone message me on Twitter um, recently and they private messaged me on Twitter and they said hey I watch I watch you know like I watch a lot of like your a lot of your videos I live in Dubai that's crazy that you live here now and like the, my first instinct was like I'm more shocked that somebody in this country watched my videos but also like yeah. uh <laughs> It's, it's yeah, Nato was that, like, "Hey, you, know, you like, should meet that person and stuff like that." Yeah, and and like the yeah, and even that person was like, "Hey, you know, do you ever want to meet up or something like that?" And like I, like there was a you know, there's a part of me that goes like, "Well, I am new to a country. Meeting somebody here is not a bad idea." Like I did take a moment to go like, but I don't know who you are and. Yeah, you know, like the cards are stacked against me. You have it, that's that's a whole other thing is the idea of somebody meeting like, you that may have listened to you talk for hundreds of hours. Yeah, I <laughs> and, don't, you're, like, and, you, I, and you're finding out they exist now, like that kind of experience. Yeah, and it's like, and it's not to say that, uh, like, obviously, if if there's any tr like truth or yeah. kernel to this, is like, uh. Like, Anea is a good example of, like, I can make a... F I, like, friendships can happen mm -hmm. from people who you interact with uh, on a certain level. But it's, like, again, with her, it's a good example of because we knew no nothing about each other before interacting, 
it was an even playing field. We became friends because we didn't know each other. There's also the slight like, the, there's also the slight weird terrifying thing where like if you do ever make friends with anyone from the audience and then people find out about that and that becomes like the new strategy like they look at what that person did and try to emulate that yeah. to become in like i think of like thoughts that i myself have had for example of like i wonder what i could do to get a job at rooster teeth like those kinds of moments where you're like yeah like i uh like i think i unironically tweeted uh like a multi POV edited video to Jack once and stuff like that to just be like, I don't know, maybe you just, you'll just see it. Even though those poor people get that all the time, which is kind of yeah. their fault a little bit. Cause they kind of advertise that they're the coolest job ever <laughs> to the public constantly to millions of people, which gets leads to people wanting to try to get in. And they do constantly say like they, they prefer to hire people in their community, which yeah. creates an even more <laughs> trap. Like, concerning rift. Because, like, yeah, you see, like, you see Barbara, who was, like, a community yeah. leader on the forums, and it's, like, now she works there. And it's, like, oh, so I just have to be super active in the forums. And it's, like, no, you, like, you need to have oh, yeah. a specific way you interact. Like, Barbara wasn't going around, like, talking to every member of Rooster Teeth privately and saying, like, how's it going, guys? You having a good day? Hey, let's hang out and get coffee sometime. Like, she just so interacted. Like... So we talked about the idea of like meeting up with somebody that you've heard talk a lot, but then knowing that they don't know you and that like reaction. I've had that yeah. in micro once. It was it was the uh, <laughs> it was the same day that Michael Jones mocked me for that intro. Uh, I was like vaguely like, oh, well, that was that was embarrassing, but whatever. They, what, what, a thing that uh, that Internet Box did at the time is they would do a live stream thing in like tiny chat or whatever it's called right after oh, the yeah. podcast aired where there'd be like a adams not adams family partridge family what was the the grid of, of faces uh, the, oh uh uh brady bunch brady bunch they do a, it was like a brady bunch website where a bunch of people would be doing what we're doing yeah. right now but it would everyone but anyone could join they'd be like in a queue for who comes in next the moment somebody else yeah. leaves it'd be like nine people so it was like the cast of internet box and random community members and so I got in at one point and talked directly and had really awkward conversations with like Barbara and shit like that. And I'm like, this is this is really weird. Like I instantly understood why there are like those uh, those those convention cringe fest, like cringe compilations of people asking a question. Yes. And it's because every single time that person who's interacting with a person they care about They've never, ever, ever spoken to that person a single time, but they've heard them talk for dozens or hundreds or thousands of hours, maybe for years, and yeah. think they know their personality and a bunch of stuff about their history and their career and all these other things and the interplay between all the different cast members of some show or something. And suddenly they're asking them a question directly in real life. And oftentimes mid-sentence have that realization of the fact that, oh, right, these people super don't know me. And that makes it yeah. really... That makes all the rules of how to talk to someone so confusing and it, terrifying. Yeah, it, causes, it causes like a really immediate freeze where you go like, oh, like I, I, I've experienced that. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like I experienced that the first time I met Nea in France, where it was like, even though we've both been talking online, when you meet a person for the first time in physical form, it kind yeah. of becomes surreal where you go like, 
you're that person I talk to. Like you're you're the living embodiment of that that person we've communicate I've communicated with. But you yep. also have a doubt, like a sense of doubt to yourself, where you're like, "Are you that person?" Like I. I I don't know. Like, it's so like, how do you interact? What? I don't know what your tone of voice is like. And also at the same you, time, a lot of it isn't weird because you've talked yeah. to them directly before. Like you kind exactly. of pick up right where you went off. Like, uh, like I had the experience of picking up wander at the train station at the BART station. And then also like, and that was easier. Cause like when I got there, he was already there. Cause I was running a little yeah. late or something or, or something like that. Uh, the other, the opposite was way worse. I arrived in Berkeley like early ish and I'm just standing in that bookstore pretending to look at books basically because we were going to meet up at like a French restaurant or something was his plan. And then I didn't want to just stand around outside a restaurant surrounded by people sh- sh- like sh- it, sharing it, random awkward yeah. eye connections here and there. So I went next. There was a used bookstore like next door. So I'm like, I'm just going to stand in here and pretend to look at all of these uh, like what's his name again? Uh, like Kurt Vonnegut books and shit like that. Oh. <laughs> like I was just like looking at whatever, like it's st- kind of staring yeah. at spines. Uh, and it was actually a while, and that was it. It felt like it took infinite time because I'm like, I don't just at some point they're gonna walk in because I, I told them that I was at the bookstore next door, and I'm just like, I yeah. I don't know. Is that that was a really weird, long, prolonged anticipation of contact with the uh, because it was it was Bird and Lady Bird were showing up, and I'm like, I they'll be here at some at, at some undetermined time, vaguely close yeah. to when we agreed to arrive, and it was like it felt like I was there for like an hour. Like, I was like, I, I hate this. And almost immediately, you're just like, oh, yeah, hey, we're just hanging out with this person that I've known for, like, five years, and it's not really a big deal. But yeah. it's the the it's a, it's a real, like, social pressure moment when you're, like, when you're waiting for the, the encounter and then also questioning yourself and everything about how you carry yourself or what you're going to wear that day or how you, yeah. like, what if they... Because you, you, the, the, the default thing is you're going to think that this person that already likes you is going to instantly find a reason to hate you the moment you meet them. <laughs> like, some sort of weird <laughs> imposter syndrome for not even careers, just who you're... Re- like, oh shit, he yeah. actually sucked this whole time. <laughs> like, they're going to realize that on the fly. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I I will be honest. I still do that today. Like I I had like to put it into perspective. I had I had dinner. Uh, I went or not. I didn't have dinner. I I needed to go cook food because my place doesn't have. I don't have enough uh, actual cook, like cooking ware here. Mm-hmm. Um. So I needed. To, I just wanted to make some fucking basic ass breaded chicken for dinner and so i went to <laughs> Naya's house to do that and when i left that night like we had we had a good time we i cooked food we all ate food played some games i left the moment i got in my car i was like this was a bad idea i mean <laughs> just i like why did i do that like this is rude that they're trying to live their lives i should have just gone to the store and i should have just bought the fucking thing i needed why did i even bother them and like i, I immediately felt the need to like go and message her and be like sorry to bother you i appreciate you letting me come over but like I, i'll try not to do it again i'll just go buy the things i need and she's like what happened is is everything okay and it's, it's like there's so I many don't know. i feel like that's it was so much okay. room to get in like your it, own head about social interactions yeah. it's weird and, it's like, and again this is this is a person i've talked to for two years it's not like a stranger i showed mm-hmm. up in a week like 
I've known this person for years, and I still just like every move I make, I hesitate on if I'm if doing something weird. Is if it's like, am I encro like, am I going over bounds? Am I like, I have a question about oh, you yeah. know, visas. Here's, Can here's I just a weird fun, here's a weird fun reveal that you don't know. Oh, I yeah? once was outside your house and then left. <laughs> like when? Like not during a recording day or anything. What? I was just like in the area for like I think a family thing and I drove by your house and your house was full of people. And I just like I second guessed everything and then I just kept driving and went home. <laughs> I think I saw at the very least Mackenzie there. I, th I think he might have been in uniform. So it might have even been like a thing. So I was like, oh, there's like a thing happening here. And then I just you drove home. <laughs> it might have it might have actually been. I, I genuinely can't remember piece together what the timing was. It might have just been a random off day during when we were recording, or it might have been during that awkward year or so where we didn't record at all. Like that one, the year where a bunch of life changes happened and so on, and I moved and other things happened, and I, we had not reestablished recording, like when we started again with like Sonic Unleashed yeah. or something like that, or whatever it was. We started off with like a Sonic, Sonic game and like Alone in the Dark and shit, but like for like. Almost a year we didn't record. It might have been in the middle of that. I randomly like stopped by your house because I was in the area and I looked in your front door and like you had the uh, the the door itself was open, so it was like the the screen was all that was in the oh, way. The screen, yeah, yeah. And so I could just see into your house and there was just like a crowd of people in there and I just left. <laughs> what? And it might have been like in the middle of us not really talking because like we were on like break for a while for a number of reasons that weren't. When I say it that way, it sounds like we had a feud. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> not I, what was happening. Think, like, Wait, what? No, we were just <laughs> going through life changes and busy and shit, and we just didn't record for like eight months or something. That's oh, crazy. Was, oh yeah, like, it was also because I, I was working a full time job here while running my channel for like a while, and that was like it's, that was so busy. That's still weird to me that you would not just. <laughs> I I don't know. I guess in my because we head, get in our like, heads about social things on so many levels. Yeah. yeah. I guess in my head it seems weird because yeah, I, and I guess that's the same. I can imagine it now, like the same yeah. reaction Naya has, which is like, like how just surprise him. Oh, what's happening? Yeah, and like I, <laughs> I did that. I, I, and I did the same thing. Like I, uh, I, I had, um, I wanted to drop something off at her place, and I, I like held onto it for a couple of days because I was like. How do I just say I want to drop something off your fucking house? Because like, do I need to coordinate with someone to be like to be there so I can drop it off? Can I just show up and leave it at your door? Would that be weird? Should I leave it at the door with a note to explain that it's from me and not like a bomb? Like I don't. How do I? Can I? I'll just not give it to them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, like that was the answer. It was like the best solution is to just not do it. And <laughs> eventually, it was like. Oh, I guess, you know, like, eventually it was a situation where uh, I was going to come over anyways for something. And it was like, can I just bring this thing I have that I want to give? And it's like, oh, yeah, just do that. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like it's, but, like, why? Why Why can't you just, I, I don't, like, and in my head, the, the worst part, too, is I know that if, I am, if I'm in, you know, overstepping bounds, if I'm being too annoying or something, I'll be told. I, you know, like, I'll be told flat out, like, hey... Could you give me some, you know, could you back off? You've been a little too, like, like around too much kind of, I know that's like, it's it, like, we're adults. It's not like high school. I don't have to like play the game of like, 
okay, I gotta keep in good graces with like you know this group. How do I get in gonna... with this crowd? Yeah. So like, I know if I piss if I piss Naya off, she'll just tell me, "Hey, you piss me off," you know. Or if I keep co- if I trying to come over too much, she's like, "Hey, look, I just don't want to see people. I want to just hang out." I will know. And it's not going to hurt my feelings. I'll just be like, whew, thank God he told me. So now I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. But because she doesn't give me a status update like Twitter every second, every, like every moment that I have a thought of like, can I ask if I can go and, you know, like ma- and like borrow their kitchen for like just to make this meal for the evening? Because I can't just know exactly what the response would be immediately. My default response is I just don't bother asking. Like just just don't do it. (laughs) And it and there's no reason. This might be the realest episode of this podcast. (laughs) It's it's painful. We're just getting into the inner workings of social brain shit. Yeah. And and to touch on what you're talking about with Discord, I'm the opposite. Where like I have I've talked to I would say at least half of the people that are active in Discord, I've talked to them privately. And I I never have where like have thoughts about that. Like I never take a second to go like, is this okay? Is this weird? You know, blah blah blah. But it's like I guess to some degree because there are people that I don't I like when I was making videos. It's not people I would have on the channel, and at the same time, it's like I guess I I never because they're all people that I know don't live nearby me. I have no I I just don't have that threat indicator like. I know Mona lives too far away to get me. Fifteen lives in a, like in you know lives in like Croatia. There's no fucking way the kid's gonna get me. Like he's not gonna get on a plane and stab me. So like I guess I don't have the reserve about that. But at the same time, it's like I don't. I just I don't know. I, I now I question like is it parasocial? Is is there some degree to that? I don't know anymore. I don't. I couldn't tell you because I don't I, know. I'm to, There's so many levels of weird. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think back now, like, is it weird? Like, he, you know, like, uh, is well, it weird Well, a parasocial to... relationship's entirely one-sided, whereas in the specific example you're giving, you're talking about somebody that you've literally hung out with and played Destiny and Diablo with for, like, dozens of hours and talked to for years <laughs> at this point. Well, yeah, but the problem is, like, it started with just a, you know, like, but it, but... Talking with Mona wasn't something... It's not like Naya, where I talked with him before he knew who I was. He knew who I was before yeah. talking to him. So it's that, that weird of like, well, did it just... Did did I somehow break the curve? Where I was like, <laughs> it could have been parasocial, but then I just really suck at social situations, so it couldn't become that, and it just diverged into a regular friendship? <laughs> like, is <laughs> can you counter parasocial by being sucky at social situations? It, it reminds me of a, a question that came up, I think, in Dear Hank and John, or something like that, where... Or I don't know. It was that podcast. I'm more like I'm preempting that I might have to paraphrase the the question, where it was something along the lines of like I've been dating this guy for years and we're getting ready to be engaged. When should I tell him that I, that I we went I went into this being a fan of his? And it's like, oh no, you kept that a secret. That changes the entire dynamic of your relationship, and you've been keeping it a secret the whole time. Like that kind of weird. Like it's the, really fucked up. Yeah, like the weird question of like, do like, are we 
do are we just two random people that have met each other or are you specifically like a fan of my internet following that's keeping that a secret to make this not weird but in te- but actually making it like in- like like massively more weird down the line like uh, i'll be honest i uh like i went to uh i went to like a meetup thing here in dubai where it's a uh it's like people who are like expats people from just to all make over contact the world. with other people yeah, just to that make are not locals contact with yeah with other locals and yeah. be like uh and so i went there and i met a bunch of people and um and like uh and one of the things that you know people would ask is like oh what kind of hobbies do you have what kind of you know like interests and stuff and i realized i found myself having to like not talk about youtube like i didn't want to talk <laughs> it's about it's a weird conversation I didn't want to mention it. I didn't want to say anything. And there's, you know, mm-hmm. there's, it's like people, oh, you like playing games. It's like, yeah, I, I like playing games. I've been That's the whole thing when you while. work like your <laughs> internet, like when you work a, a desk job, you like, you don't want to mention your like internet following because it's just a really yeah. weird conversation to have. And also people can it, then go look at it and then that, that can come back at that. And also now all your future well, stuff you make is made with the thought in mind that they might be there too. And you're like, ah, like, yeah, like, I love that my 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 family is continually too lazy to actually look into what I do. They just glaze their the eyes, thing. just glaze over. It's, I'm like, yes, I'm safe. <laughs> like I met, I I did meet some people that I that like, I to some well, one of them more or less to a degree is more becoming a friend than the others who I haven't really communicated with as much. But like I realized, I was getting to a position where I was like, oh, I'm becoming friends with this person, and. Will I ever tell them? Like, do do I just avoid the topic? No, forever? it's just a chap- a dark chapter or, of your past. <laughs> like, that's the thing, though. I because because you, th- you haven't been like, uploading I, any vlogs to your channel, so I assume you're you're just dead. But the, you get to just well, forget thing, that about yourself. It's your tragic backstory. It's but that's the thing. It's like at some point it has it like you can't just hide that forever because <laughs> if the if if one mistake happens, which is easy to make, such as someone adds me on Facebook and if they add me on Facebook, they'll be notified of my Instagram. If they're notified of my Instagram, they'll be able to see all of my pictures. They see all my pictures. One of the, obviously the pictures will be of me recording content. They can see that there's a link to the, that content or at least know what the content is. Uh, and then, or the, or worst case, they can go from Instagram and find that I have a Twitter. If they go to the Twitter, they fucking know I have a, I have done YouTube because there's so many people on there that are, you know, are aware, like, that talk about it. And then it becomes a spiraling out of control shit where it's like the person can walk up one day and be like, oh, you used to do YouTube? And it's like, I don't, now you, like, I have to just kill you. Like, <laughs> I, can't, like I, can't, I can't, this can't go on. Like, it's just. He like, knows I, and he must die. Yeah. And it's, but it's like, I can't, I'm not going to, like, delete my Twitter and delete my Instagram and delete my YouTube channel because it's not. It's, there's no point to doing that. It's not. It's not as if I'm embarrassed or ashamed. It's just. It's a weird conversation to have with somebody, and I don't oh, yeah. know how to have it. And nope. I don't. I I and you know again, it's like how do you, how do you tell somebody that kind of like again? This is a person I've met. This person on. I don't even have an acceptable drop down option when I like get insurance or file my taxes <laughs> of what my job is <laughs> like. <laughs> But that's the it's thing. It's a, like, that's a I weird met, experience. Like, I met a person, you know, I met a person in this country who has no idea who I am. I have no idea who they are. On the same breath, 
there's another person in this country who is a fan of my content and knows me and I don't know anything about them and they live in the same city and like the thought that there could be an accidental interaction in this city where I'm hanging out with that person and the other person runs into me is like nightmare fuel. Like what would happen if I'm sitting oh, yeah. down? Now that you know that somebody knows you in the city, there's the constant yeah. like feeling that someone's going to recognize you randomly and, in the street. And the which worst part too was always is true that, like, and it was always more it was more likely before than it is now, but now you yeah. know about somebody that might do it specifically. Exactly. <laughs> and the worst part too is that like I I mean, thankfully, I'm not somebody who goes out and about often. I'm not, like, running around no. town in this place. But I, the idea that I could be at a bar, and this person that I've talked to that's a fan is of drinking age. The fact that I could be at a bar having a good time, and someone could walk up and catch me, like, that unaware. Like, to a point where I might be intoxicated. And it's like, hi, I'm such and such. It's like, fuck, what do I do with you? And it's like, <laughs> I have to just, like, pick them up and throw them outside. And it's I've, like, just I've, stay I've, there. <laughs> like... Like in that movies where the person will like drag the person outside and put their hand over them like shh, 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 you don't you don't yeah. you don't come here like that kind of stuff and you got to keep the secret alive. It's like when yeah. uh, it's like when uh, it's like the it's the power move when the when in a superhero movie the villain that knows the identity of the hero shows up at like their bar or whatever. Or it's like aha nice yeah. kids you got here and everything and you got to like what do you want? Why are you here? But I've had the same kind of experience with the uh, the same fear. Mo- it's like an excitement fear moment when i uh i went outside and went shopping and stuff wearing wanderbot's shirt and i'm like uh. oh they might recognize the shirt and then they might recognize me when they realize like they might figure out why i'm wearing the shirt and they might realize that i'm the person in wander's videos <laughs> and i'm like huh and then they'll know i shop here and that makes things different and i just think of like all the various members of rooster teeth that live in austin texas and they're trying to keep their houses secret, but they're also like kind of world famous individuals and they can just be spotted in front of their house on any day. And then that's yeah. on Reddit. And then that's on Reddit. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, we know where Jack lives now. And I'm like, this is a weird life. It's a real weird one. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a real weird setup that I fell into accidentally as an introvert. <laughs> the other thing. Yeah, you're right. The other thing. I don't, I I don't have the care- personality type for this. <laughs> and the other thing I realized that I have to be like hyper careful of is um like uh Twitter and Instagram really really want to like find out exactly where you are to like an unhealthy level where like Instagram oh, yeah. will be like I-, I know the name of that apartment building you want to tag it and I'm like no 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 that's not how this works <laughs> Don't like, do, do that not do that and I get I so to, weirded like, out by how often I'll open Facebook and everyone's Facebook posts are like maps and I'm like why yeah. are you posting maps of your daily whereabouts that's fucking like, weird like I'm not I'm not gonna hide the fact like obviously it's not a, a secret I'm in Dubai yeah but you don't need to know where the fucking major city i am like i don't want you to like pinpoint the location and be like hey everyone you can go to andrew's house he's right here and it's like no 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 <laughs> like, no and i feel like that's the worst part what's weird is like it seemed like people will see why we're weirded out by that stuff obviously yeah but i feel like everyone should be everyone why is should anyone, be that way i don't know why i keep saying seeing people post like a map of their whereabouts on facebook i'm like why are you doing that what do you just why what was the point of that like some random like like all sorts of random people could just find that 
most yeah. of the time. And, and also people that might want to break into your house know when you're on vacation and stuff like that. <laughs> and like I uh, and especially like I, I did that. Uh, I um, for like Instagram is a good example where if I go somewhere, say like a bar or a restaurant or a bowling alley and I take a picture there and I want to tag like, hey, we are at this place. I'll do it when I'm gone. Like the moment I leave, yeah, you I'll post it way po- afterwards. Yeah, I'll post it hours after I'm gone, so that way it's like worst case scenario, someone could follow a bread a bread trail and be like, "Oh, he was at this bowling alley," but it's like, yeah, like seven hours ago. Maybe I'm gonna two put weeks on ago, my duster and solve this one. Yeah, but it's like I'm, it, and it's usually places I won't go back again. Like I, I tagged an Instagram that I went to an amusement park here, and I was like good luck i'm not going back to that amusement park i've been there once that it's like it's like six flags. now it's dead to me yeah, it's dead to me and it's like it's like that's the thing it's like i don't have to worry someone will come up and i didn't post those pictures until i was way like the next day basically yeah so it's like you're not going to run into me at the place and like and i talked to the person from twitter and he was like oh i was just there recently it's like that's why i don't do this like it's <laughs> just exactly why oh, the like, audio is so this, bad <laughs> it's sorry it's just like that could have been so bad like the last thing i want to do is get on a roller coaster turn to my left and the person's like i watch you on youtube fuck <laughs> <laughs> like, <how> do, you, <laughs> do you like do you just like wait to the loop-de-loop and pull the emergency lever and open it up and hope it kills you like is that how you solve that because like <laughs> that would be the worst situation imaginable is someone being stuck next to you in a ride or an Uber or something. And it's just like, I know who you are. We're going to have a fun ride. And it's like, no, this is not what I want. <laughs> All right. I think we got to cut it here. <laughs> You're like, I'll probably be asleep in a couple hours. And that was like three hours ago. Yeah, it's fine. I'm pro- And I, uh, I have I need to go edit. And then render a video that was supposed to go up 40 minutes ago. Yeah. I'm on top of yeah, things. I, this was very spontaneous. We just work. We just randomly was... started doing this because we were random. Like, let's test out recording a Let's Play. And then that test failed. <laughs> we'll work on that. And then we well, just... Then I was like, hey, we should do a little recording to show that you're still alive since people ask about you. Uh, and I thought maybe 40 minutes. And it was, it's like... We're like over two hours in now. Keeping that podcast strength alive. Yeah, it's true to so yeah, this is about par for the course for our podcast. Uh I guess you guys could still send in questions about like Dubai and shit. Uh we'll probably yeah, do more of ahead. these at some point. We don't have like a new a plan a new plan in place for a schedule or anything, but this has largely oh. worked. Uh yeah. so maybe the podcast will come back. Uh I haven't planned any of this. I was just trying to figure out how to record a let's play. <laughs> I'm hope I'll, I'll go buy batteries tomorrow, so this yeah. won't be an issue. We'll so. see you all guys next time. I'm trying to Good trick luck. Andrew into playing another visual novel. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> You've already said yes.